everyone. Welcome back to Drop Frames. It's Sunday. I've been home for 11 hours. I have no idea what's been happening the last week. So Co has actually opted to host the show this week. Co, take it nope. away. Nope. <laughs> nope. Right nope. on. Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Let's, well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Drop Frames. Uh, I've I've been home about uh, twice. Zeke actually hosted the show this week. Zeke, take I it away. Too. I am honored and uh, grateful that you uh, would allow me to take the reins on today's episode. Yeah, did you, of did you Drop think this through, JP? Um, no. This was a fun. I thought of this thirty seconds. Ago. We've been live. Oh no! A minute forty-two. That's when I thought of this. That's when what I. Have we done? Uh, I'm starting to think about it now, though. Yikes! No, but listen. I actually do have a a, a thing that I wanted to 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 bring up. Um. So, uh, in my chat yesterday, <clears throat> we were talking about off to uh, role okay playing, yeah, role playing the- games. Now, listen, listen. Okay. I'm being serious here. There's gonna be no. <laughs> boobies or poop or fart or nothing okay what about bears this is actually all video game related okay not bears we're not talking about bears i saw okay. a thing or two about bears over the weekend as of yet okay oh god as here yet. we go <laughs> no uh <clears throat> i did actually have a a, a a kind of you know video gamey conversation back and forth with my chat about uh what makes a role-playing game, a role-playing game, like a, like a video game RPG. Um, and I wanted to make a checklist of like, I guess the top 10 things that would, I would check off to make it like, it, it doesn't have to have all of them, but the more it has, the more I think it fits into the RPG category. Okay. So like, uh, it could be argued that like Dark Souls is an RPG, right? Action RPG. Yeah. Because you jump into the role of, of, uh, 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 uh whatever, a maiden, maidenless or like, you know, yeah, exactly. A hollow, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and you get to customize your character and stuff like that. So we, we got to discussing like, uh, what is the most RPG RPG you've ever played? And, in my opinion, or in, excuse me, not in my opinion, but in my experience, I guess in my opinion, uh, <laughs> the most RPG RPG that I ever played would probably be like Morrowind or something of the Elder Scrolls variety because you get to customize your character. That it marks off a lot of check, like check boxes that I would put on an RPG list. You get to customize your character. You get to make your own choices. You have to. You, your choices affect the world. Um, you get to decide who. Uh, how you go about like video games have to have like you know certain encounters and and shit like that along the way but along the way getting there how many paths are available to you to get there i think makes it an rpg like are there tons of different multiple paths but the 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 converse of that was you jump into a role that is not you so like well, some people prefer it not to be like to be a pre-made character mm. and you pretend that you are them. By that so, like, definition so though, you all do not games serve are as the role. Yeah. That is AP, you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't and mean see, to funny enough, thunder. Well, funny enough, here not only that, not only would that make pretty much every game a RPG, but that would mean that one of the facets of the definition of being your own character 
would then be basically on the opposite spectrum of that. You see what I'm saying? Like it would, it would, because it's, it's, it's either or, it's not really and in a situation like that. So if both sure. of those are in the same genre, then you're basically just saying like all games are RPGs, which I think like, so can I, can I jump in here real quick, Zeke? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So here's the thing. You never and ask this, me when I'm the host if you can jump in. What the fuck is this, Co? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's because I respect Zeke. So basically what I'm thinking is, it, no, no. The reason being is because I didn't know if Zeke was done. Clip um, it. So no, no, I got it. Right now. You <laughs> clip that shit right this moment. So, um, yeah, well, we all we tell jokes on this show. You know that, Zeke. I don't respect it. Anyway, so, so here, I'll take out of context. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like games, games are at this point, like when a good, a good way to think about this is the term CRPG, you know, CRPG started as something because it needed a name for what it was. CRPG was computer RPG. That's because most of the RPGs when CRPGs came out were like pen and paper or book based. So they needed a term to define what that is. Now, the thing is, is RPG has kind of grown way outside of where it started. Very similar to the term ARPG. Like ARPGs can be anything from Dark Souls to Diablo to, you know, like ton, tons and tons of things are ARPGs these days that frankly don't have anything to do with each other. In, in fact, some, case, some cases play completely differently. They're still ARPGs. Um, so I feel like that's the same way with the term RPG because I think you just brought up, funny enough, the exact points of what I'm saying. Take a game like uh, Pillars of Eternity. Right, that is a trademark CRPG by both old and new definitions. It follows a huge story with all pre-written characters, a pre-written arc. You have kind of somewhat freedom in terms of where you go and stuff, but everything is like a narrative being told to you. That is an RPG for sure. Um, Divinity Original Sin, same thing. Baldur's Gate Three, same thing. You have origin characters, so you are actually playing the role of a person that has a history, that has a a its own, um, its own drives, its own wants. Uh, you are jumping into that role. Same vein. Then you have a game like Outward, or you have custom characters in CRPGs, where it's like now you are you. You could put your first name, your last name. You are in that world as you. Um, at the and to Outward is a great example. Outward, there's no main story really. In fact, there's like four regions, and you join a region, and then that becomes your main story. You can go wherever you want, whenever you want. There's basically no predefined narrative until you like join a thing, and then even then, the order is all up to you. So, at this point, RPG is like a bucket term. It's a bucket term of a ton of different mechanics that have now been cherry picked even by other genres. So, like you know, RPGs have stats. Well, so does Gran Turismo. RPG has stories and deep stories. That was so some of, some of the best action games that don't have stats have those that you would never qualify as an RPG. You know, all right. these pretty much it, it you could define an RPG as a as a container or a bucket of different traits. But even then, some of those traits are going to be completely opposite, like make your own story or follow an established narrative. And yeah, somebody just said GTA has great stories and a, and a main story. Absolutely right. And I mean, some people would argue GTA is an RPG, funny enough. Um, so it, it, it's kind of like when you define RPG, and I'm getting to a point, don't worry. When you define RPG, the point that I'm making is that it's always based on the perspective of what that person wants from their RPGs and what they enjoy most about them. It has become right. 
a personal term instead of a global term, which unfortunately is the way of a lot of genres these days. Like some genres have predefined boundaries, like fighting game, racing game, but you start getting a lot murkier when you start picking things like RPG, action game, action RPG, you know, like those become real, real gray. Um, so I would say like there, there are RPGs, for instance, that don't use any stats. Like when, when someone says RPG, one of the first things I think of is, oh, well, stats, obviously. Well, there's some RPGs that don't use stats at all. Um, mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, 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 very, it's very much going to be based on the person who's asking the question and what they expect from that term. And that's that's kind of why like I wanted to make like a checklist. I'm not the checklist to like uh like definitively say something is an RPG, just the checklist of like the 10 main things that how deep is your RPG? Like how deep can you role play? Um which is what you know, role playing game. Right. Um this whole conversation came up and JP like you might want to or you might you could probably chime in on this. Because I said the the topic of Final Fantasy 16 came up, and I said it's barely a role playing game anymore. Like Final Fantasy 16, to me, does not feel like a role playing game uh, as much. Like like there's certain aspects, sure, that are RPG like, but like like games that have come before it, the Final Fantasies that have come before it, but uh, also like I made that that. You know, I made the comparison to Dark Souls. Like, Dark Souls is more of an RPG than this is, than Final Fantasy mm -hmm. 16. And we had a back and forth about that, because, uh, and that's, that's how this topic came up. Like, well, what, what uh, things does a game have to have to make it an RPG for you? And I was like, you know what? That's a good question. And Final Fantasy 16 is a perfect example, because I'm actually in your boat. I, Final Fantasy 16, for me, is an ARPG. It's not a JRPG. It's not a traditional RPG. Final Fantasy 16 is an action RPG. Um, I'd also argue maybe something like Devil May Cry in some ways is an action RPG. Um, and it's borders kind of action-y. And, and in the same vein, like you, you take the older games and it's easy and quick to be able to define those. Kind of gets murkier as you go through the Final Fantasy timeline, especially as you start bringing in ATB and stuff like that. But still, like with, with Final Fantasy 16, and I, and I talk about this at length in the thoughts that I made for it, they mute the RPG mechanics. They take the volume on those and they turn them down way, way, way down. Like looting mm -hmm. becomes not even a thing by the end of the game. Um, the stats, like your weapon is just having two stats, like attack and magic. There's no defensive stats outside of like some trinkets and stuff. Like it is, it is a, here, here's, here's your marketing term for you. It is a streamlined experience that focuses the game on the characters, the story, the action combat, that kind of thing. Um, so, but I would completely agree with you. The, the thing that I would say during the playthrough was you put Witcher three on one side and classic final fantasy on the other. And 16 is way more weighted towards Witcher three, like way more like it, it, it's, it's, it's grown away from its roots. There's like an entirely other discussion on if you think that's a good or bad thing, but there's no question that the devs have publicly said and stated they have wanted to do this with the franchise to get it to a more general audience. Um, and that's kind of just where we are. And then it's up to each person to decide, you know, Hey, if, if this is working for me or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think God of war kind of not forced their hands, but influenced their hands, uh, in, in shaping what they wanted that game to be. They saw the success of it and saw that it was approachable for, you know, a multitude of fans are like, we should get one of those, uh, into the final fantasy mainline, uh, series saga, whatever. That's where they <clears> went. <throat> so 
Um, and even then, arguably, God of War is is it's deeper, far more RPG. Yeah, Absolutely. I would say it's well, deeper. I mean, you're, oh, completely, completely deeper in terms of almost all the mechanics. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I think that's. I mean, you know, I I'm pretty sure Yoshi P is is said as such like that they were very nervous about doing this <laughs> and they're like alienating the the Final Fantasy world uh, that has existed for so long. World being fan base, um, and so I hope I hope if they do. If 17 or if they do DLC or do something else, like I hope they lean into more of that and, 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 you know, iterate on all the systems that already exist in the game and make them better. Better is a weird term. Make them deeper is, is how I would prefer it. Like make, make items mean something. <laughs> Instead so, well, of just a stat stick in that. So basically you're yeah. saying you hope they take a step backwards <clears throat> in terms of the direction they're heading. Um, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, keep the combat. I think the combat is, is fantastic, but I think like everything that the RPG aspect of preparing for combat to go into combat, expand on that. If that makes sense. Um, like give me a better crafting system. Give me, you know, just, just make all the systems deeper instead of like, so, uh, short and small. Um, and those are a lot of negative terms. I've enjoyed the game thus far. Uh, I would, I, I don't know where you guys are on it, but I've enjoyed it immensely. Uh, have not I, finished it. I'll yet, say so. this is their best selling final fantasy game. I believe ever. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in terms of time. I, I don't know. Help me out here. Seven yeah, or eight was pretty crazy. It is, it is one of their best sellers. Um, I think all of us have probably seen this. I know I've seen it a ton. And I know they've seen it. So many people have said two things. One, this is my favorite Final Fantasy. I hear that all the time. And two, this game got me playing Final Fantasy. I've seen that I a see lot. That yeah. All over the place. And I think that's exactly what they were doing with this. That's exactly what they wanted. So to put it bluntly, I'll call it now. I wouldn't surprise I wouldn't be surprised if all uh, at all if we see Final Fantasy head towards just being an action game. Yeah. And I, I think they may do what Ubisoft is doing. I think they may have like a flagship, in, in lack of a better way of saying this, I think they may have a flagship cash cow, which will be what they're doing with the main franchise. And then I think they're going to have the Final Fantasy 7s and the, 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 the rebirths and the games that are for the more, the more kind of we enjoyed the previous stuff more crowd. Kind of like Ubisoft is doing with Mirage and their other guys. Like, I, I, if anything, I think they're going to try to do more in both directions. Um, but I would, I would be very pleasantly, but very surprised uh, if they were to go back on anything in 16 with the success that it's seen. Yeah, yeah. I think we're in for if if you don't like the itemization and RPG mechanics of 16, buckle up. <laughs> because then i don't know if you're even gonna want to play the next one most likely <laughs> right yeah well i also think that uh, square enix would probably point players that want you know the final fantasy 6 uh style of of gameplay to be like here's octopath right like we make those games still yeah yeah exactly <laughs> maybe maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna fan that out to like other franchises and and yeah. other areas and did, so. did you finish octopath 2 by the way no, no. Okay. I had a lot more fun in two than I did one. 
Yeah. I felt like almost everything about it was better. But I, I did get to a point where, unfortunately, I very similar to the first one, I felt that it was just a, there's a little bit too much filler in there for me. I Got mean, it. when you have, when you have eight, what, eight plus, eight different stories going on, it's the kind of thing where that's just so much content that it just, it, it, it multiplies out how much filler there is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so and I just got to a few points where I was just like, man, I, it's just, it just, it just slowed down a little too much for me. But I, that being said, if I have more time to just, you know, do that kind of stuff, it's a solid game. And I, and I did enjoy all my time in it. So yeah, everyone that I, I know that has finished it is, is said it's a fantastic uh, RPG. I heard, unfortunately, it really ramps up towards the end and it's yeah. like, cool, but I don't really have 148 hours to <laughs> exactly exactly there um going by you, you were talking about best-selling uh final fantasy games i found a best-selling square enix list um it has citations for all of this so i guess take it for what it's worth uh final fantasy 14's at 24 million sales that might just be players so sales is a weird term there sevens at 14.9 eights at 12 million uh 12 is 11.3 15's at 10.2 uh oh sorry that was no no that, that was 12 13 is at 9.6 uh and then final fantasy 7 remake is at 9.2 10 is at 8.9 so i don't know how accurate those sales numbers are um hmm. but so 16 hasn't even cracked that list not yet but i mean it's been out of right. yeah right month sure. yeah uh it would be it's not in this list so it looks like tactics is like down at 50 lightning returns is 3.5 million, which is final fantasy 13, three. <laughs> I think what lightning returns was, unless that was two. I don't know. Let's not talk about final fantasy 13. That's good. <laughs> Let's move past that as fast as, fast, as fast as possible. Like lightning. Zeke, where are we headed? Uh, let's head to uh, France. Yeah, what's going on in France? I think there's an event going on. What is it? Uh, some sort of event. Is it riots? Riots, isn't it? Is that riot? Is that a... Is, is... Well, that's always going on in France. <laughs> okay. Um, that's, that's like, uh, did the sun rise? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, it's riots in France. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, TwitchCon. Uh, are you guys getting? Do you guys have any FOMO about that? About TwitchCon Paris? I, man, I have negative FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, bad, I don't huh? know. I I watched. Uh, you, have, you have negative FOMO. You wish you could take people from there and bring them back home. <laughs> I was I was sitting on work. I was I was sitting on the boat yesterday, and I was watching Aaron and uh, our, my stepdaughter were uh, tubing behind the boat. I was like, "What's going on on Twitch? Let's see what's happening." So I pulled up my phone. I watched uh, Nick Pollum was doing like an IRL stream. Tune in for five seconds. And he goes, man, I kind of just want to go see Paris and get out of TwitchCon. I was like, well, all right. <laughs> oh. So that, that's about what I, that's my experience thus far with TwitchCon Paris uh, 2023 is uh, a massive streamer saying he'd rather go check out Paris. I, I don't really have very much. FOMO around this from the con floor that he was shown. I think it was close to closing time. And so it was kind of barren. Uh, there, there wasn't that many people there, but I was watching, uh, the CEO, uh, Mr. Dan Clancy was streaming 
this morning or this afternoon, I guess, in Paris right now, uh, from TwitchCon. Uh, and it there was a lot of people there. They were all they were all yeah. outside at that point. So it seemed it seemed a little bit more um populated than uh the other stream that I had I had seen. But yeah, I didn't watch any of the the panels. Uh this is honestly this blog will be the first time I'm reading anything apart from headlines in terms of what was announced. Um, but didn't watch any of the keynote, didn't watch any of the panels. Uh yeah, I I I have zero interest uh <laughs> being at the con. But that's most cons, right? Like I'm a little, I'm anti-con, uh, yeah. in, in most days, most, most weekends. So what about you, Zeke? Were you feeling it? Or did you wish you were there? Honestly, no, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I didn't go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just, if, if I could have found a way to afford it, uh, not afford it, uh, found, found like, uh, financially responsible plane tickets to get there. I wouldn't have, you know, I, f- I wouldn't have felt like I got gouged, my eyes gouged out by, you know, paying the price. Yeah, I would have gone and I probably would have had a good time, but I probably would have done the same thing that a lot of people did. Like head to the con for a little bit and then, you know, go walk around Paris you know, and just see like I, a, a city I've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Co for you. Did you miss it at all? Uh, no. Does, does it make you excited for Vegas? Because I think you are going to that Twitch. Yeah, right? I am going to Vegas. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I uh, I haven't really gotten any film or anything like that from it. I I was pleasantly surprised by the keynote. I mean, they actually they had more things there announced than I was expecting, and some of it's pretty cool. Cool. And I think that if some of those things are done right, it could be relatively awesome and and healthy and good for the site. So that part was good. Um, it does make me wonder what they're going to announce at Vegas. In only a few months, they're they're very close to each other. So I'm curious, like, if they're going to have anything for Vegas, um, which is a concern. Yeah. But no, I haven't really seen anything that makes me kind of like wish I was there. Um, uh, and and I've talked to a few people who are there, and they're like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's pretty cool. Well, it, uh, yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's it's kind of where we are right now. I have a, uh, I guess, jaded is the word. Because I've always, whenever I go to a con, and this goes back to like QuakeCon, right? In like the 2000s. Um, QuakeCon's a little bit different because you bring a computer and you like, you're on a massive land and play games. So it's a little bit of a different experience, but they still had, you know, con-like booths and whatnot. Uh, all that shit was just a waste of time <laughs> for me. Like I've never stood in line at any booth excited, even like the the gaming events like PAX. I would go to a PAX to just like walk around the show floor. And after like 30 or 45 minutes, I was like, let's go find a bar or go, you know, not be on the show floor. Um, And so it's with that said, I didn't see anything on the show floor that was like super exciting in any of the footage that I saw. It was mostly just like, you know, sponsor stuff like stream elements had a booth. Uh, from what I could Elgato tell. had a big presence. Elgato there. had a big, uh, presence there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I don't, there's nothing for me to be interested in when it comes to that. Like, I don't need to walk up to their booth and talk to them type deal. I don't need a t-shirt from Elgato, uh, which is like what a lot of streamers would go to the booths for to like collect different swag and whatnot. Um, and so I, I that being said, I don't know what 
there, there's a weird thing with TwitchCon, right? Because you're you're serving two audiences in a lot of ways. You're serving streamers, but you're also serving the community of streamers. And those two audiences want different things from a con experience. Streamers want to hang out with other streamers and maybe have some like business conversations. And I guess that happens at night uh, when you go to all the super fucking loud, crazy parties uh, that I think still happen. Um, and like community and, and viewers want to go there to meet streamers. And so that's kind of like the a lot of way the streamers are fulfilling are a part of the con rather than like going to the con to have fun. If that makes sense, like the fun for them, the fun for us is what happens at night. It's, it's the thing yeah. outside the con. <laughs> it's not yeah. the con. If, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, uh, you go to the Oscars. Sure. But everybody knows, like the after parties are what's what's banging, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, mean, you get yeah, to you finally like see, seen, you, you get dress see up and you look nice, and then like, like if you're like me, you go to the after party and you're like, all right, time to be myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time to like not be on, right? Time to yeah. not be on. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, and I, I don't. I hope I didn't miss this being mentioned. But did you see Zach Busey's thing about the partner stuff? No, I did not. What? What? So I saw he was he tweeting actually, up a storm, but I don't know what it he, was about. Uh, yeah, I mean, a bunch of Twitch stuff happened, so it makes sense. But he was actually tracking the amount of partners that were going to the con, and there was significantly less uh, this time around. And one of the reasons why is not only um, I, I was I was like, hey, maybe safety, and he was like, no, they actually we, we tracked a large downturn before that. Um, they stopped giving partner discounts. Really? So to, is that to like merch and like tickets and all that stuff? I don't know. Okay. All I know is, is that apparently that was a large factor for a lot of local and regional partners on if they wanted to go or not. Huh? I, I guess I, I mean, yeah, that, I, that makes sense to me in a odd way, I suppose. Uh, I think like the TwitchCon that we experienced in 2014, 20, whatever those <laughs> were like, what, 10 yeah. years, a decade ago. Uh, it's, uh, it was such a different experience, uh, and it was such a different Twitch back then, right? The, the amount of partners probably scaled crazy numbers in terms of then versus now. Um, and so like yeah, offering a flat discount was the last one I went to. Yeah. And then, yeah, four years later, I'm sure there's going, yeah. I, I don't know how many, what the difference in number of partners are, but probably it's gotta be huge. staggering. Yeah. 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 And and chat, uh, someone at uh, Pookie and chat points out there's also two tiers of partners. Totally. Yep. Yeah. There there is without a doubt two tiers of partners that go to a TwitchCon. Uh, there. Uh, and even arguably, question. there's even more than that. Um, when you start. Hold on. You know, is it, if I gotta internals. ask what tier I'm on, does that mean I'm on the low one? That yes, is correct. We're yes. we're both on the low one. <laughs> Co would be on the. He would be on the. <clears throat> in the high one but like at the bottom of the high one <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be you know how they oh, okay. say like upper middle class upper like that's, middle. yeah that's kind of that's kind of where there we, we are go. these days there we go yeah. yeah yeah upper middle class exactly we here's what here's what zeke here's a we great vip anymore that's for sure yes yes a great way for me to look at it uh and not have a bruised ego zeke we would mm. be who the twitch employees called legends of twitch because we're not big anymore but we do. <laughs> I like that. Is that yeah, the official? That, in, is that the interior term for the? I just the, I the saw that tossed around. Twitch? I saw that tossed around on on uh, on, on social media a lot. I was like, 
That makes sense. I get that. that if they see a group, a group of us, they can be like, you lot. Yeah. <laughs> we're walking we're, around with our the... canes and shit. We got our walkers like get out to the show floor. Yeah. Legacy. Oh, there you go. Legacy. I like legacy better than legendary. Legacy is probably a little bit more appropriate. Legacy. Yeah. There yeah. 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 Um, uh, we are the we are the bodies buried in the concrete that Twitch is built on. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's another way you could look at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was a it was an event. I haven't looked at any of the announcements, so let you guys want to go through those. Though I think this blog post, yeah, sure. And some of these, some, them. full disclosure, some of these are are pretty great. Yeah, like they're just they're just good. There's like there's no well, spin, uh, no negative spin on them. They're like just potentially cool things. Yeah. I'm glad that Just they announced great. these because I wasn't sure how much like I could talk about like because shortly before these were announced, I went to dinner with Dan. Oh yeah, Dan Clancy, and uh, it was more of like a "don't tweet about this" kind of a thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll you know, I'll I'll talk around about, but I'm glad like this is a lot of the shit we talked about at the table. He's like, this is the shit that's coming, and I think it's going to be. And I was like, that's pretty good. You know, there's some some of this stuff is pretty great. Uh, I'm curious, was that did he fly out to Colorado? Thing like how yeah. was? Oh, he was just in the in the area. Like what was that the, about? The CEO uh, Twitch he, flew out to Colorado to have dinner with the legend of Twitch, Ezekiel the <laughs> Third. What I'm hearing? Headline. I wish. Headline. Yeah. I wish that was the case, but no. Yeah. Um. Because <laughs> because Summit was there. Uh, there was oh, no, ah, there we go. I didn't okay. even need to be there. <laughs> Got it. No, he had. There was a. I think there were six six of us at the table with Dan. Um, a couple people couldn't make it uh, scheduling or whatever. Yeah, but uh, he actually has—I uh, think he has family. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Somewhere in the Denver or Colorado area. Cool. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, that's I'm, I'm flying through there." So, um, do you want to go? Like, I was reached out to him by the Twitch rep. Like, he's gonna be there. Do you want to go dinner? I was like, "Sure." Who's who else is gonna be there? Like, well, we don't know. And I was like, "Okay, I'll go." Sounds like so it, might, my, it might be a Zeke and Dan date. Yeah. So go. me and me and uh, Classy Katie went and uh, had a lovely dinner that was far too expensive that he paid for. And uh, you know it's nice to go to to go to those dinners every once in a while and see how like oh this is how fancy people eat real <laughs> real small things they eat lots of real small yes things. yeah they're tasty and don't get me wrong they're super tasty and a moose bouche is what they and that what the yes that term yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is emulsified uh, caviar and seaweed kelp emulsion <laughs> sprinkled with tears of small children. Wait a minute. Were you my waiter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wait, Summit was there. Who else was there? I'm Now I'm like curious just to know how awkward that dinner was. <laughs> don't, don't make me name drop, dude. <laughs> well, I'm not asking you a name drop. I'm just saying who else is there. I will say, I will say, if Dan specifically was like, "Let's not tweet about this," then having Zeke go on a talk show and talk about it is probably like the opposite of what he was asking about. No, no, no. It's it, now, <laughs> most of the stuff. Look, that he Zeke, said that's up was, to or, or, Cole, That's up to Zeke to decide. Don't. I'm. You're the being the good angel on his left. Sorry, I'm being the little Sorry. devil like poking him in the head with the pitchfork. No, Zeke, what was he wearing? He <laughs> no, the reason why he said that was because. He knew that the announcements were coming at at uh, during TwitchCon Paris. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, he was saying keep yeah, all so that on the deal before it's announced. Yeah, ruin the surprise. Exactly. Sure. So, but yeah, um, it was. I mean, it was a it was a fun dinner. Like it was. Uh, he's he's like the very low business like vibes. 
I get from him. Like, I don't get, like, that he's... I, I know he has to be, right? If he's CEO of Twitch, he has to be very business-minded. But he didn't strike me like that at all. Um, he, he struck me... He honestly struck me as, like, uh, someone who wanted to be a streamer but, like, had to go into business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough, yeah. I mean, he was, he was streaming oh, yeah. this morning, or streaming... He might even be live right now still. He's streaming 30 minutes ago uh, from the yeah. the show floor. So makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Let's get into what they announced. Uh, yep, do it. Let's, let's roll through here. Uh, I'm reading most of these for the first time. Improvements to the clip editor. Uh, direct ex- uh, exports to TikTok. That's good. Uh, adding more features to the clip editor. Including trimming functionality and the ability to grant access to your and access oh. to your video. Why editors. isn't that bolded? I know, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's that's so big. That's yeah. so big. Uh, and bring in the clip editor to mobile. Cool. Which is probably huge for you know IRL streamers and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know some IRL streamers that barely touch their computer. So it's kind of like that's that's big. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. What else is there? Uh, introducing the discovery feed. They call it the discovery feed, but this is Twitch talk. Really? Is yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Let me see if Twitch I can talk. find like video of it. Uh, let's go to uh, check, Zach check Zach's Busey. Twitter. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> check Zach's Twitter. If you need if you need something Twitch related, check Zach's Twitter. Uh, Co. From what they showed while I'm looking for it, is it is it good? Does uh, it? It looks early. Okay. It, see, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's early and there's with a system like this, there's a lot of decisions they're going to have to make. And I don't know if we know what their decisions on that are yet. Like, is this going to be a little side thing that's at the side of Twitch or is this going to be like, have its own app kind of thing? Like, Oh, weird. Yeah. So like, it's going to, it's going to, what they, they're making this now, but what they do with it, we're not super clear on yet. So, I mean, if, if it's the kind of thing where, you know, we're going to see like this start being the face of Twitch and then you go through these to get to streams. Like that's going to be huge for discoverability. If, you know, these people are like alive when people are going through these clips and things like that. Um, in the same vein, and I hate saying this, but, but like many Twitch features, if this is the kind of thing where it's like, cool, look at this great thing we made. And then they just like, forget about it, but they made it. Um, or just, you know, don't service it or don't keep improving it. Then it's, it's like many things just going to be DOA. Yeah. So, we it, it looks like it could be cool, um, but time will tell if it's something that's going to actually be cool. It has huge potential though. Uh like big potential. So like if they if they did this properly, like they could actually make a competitor um to TikTok. I mean, I hate saying it. I'm somebody who uses TikTok these days. Um it's it's you hate saying for, that that you use hate TikTok. Saying hate saying it. I, well, I use TikTok. Is that just because you, is it the age thing or like it's the age thing. It's, it's, okay. that's just one of many things. Dude, I that's killed four hours on TikTok last night at yeah. the airport. Yeah. It was easy. I, I was just like, Oh but yeah. Here's, oh. Yeah. Ex- and oh. here's the thing. Oh. That's exactly yeah. right. What's, what's nice about TikTok is the fact that you can open it up in you're instantly in with combat uh, content in front of you. Yeah. And then it's, it's literally just a slip to go to something completely different. Yeah. And you can do it fast and you can do it easy. And then if you like, somebody or you see something cool like yesterday i was flipping through it and i found some dude that would like rescued a duck and he was Hell like yeah, well this begins the adventure of raising our duck and i was like i want more of this and like i clicked on his profile and spent like 30 minutes like watching all these update videos on this duck and it was amazing if they can do that for streamers yeah 
if they can make it so you're flipping through streamers, you find a funny clip and you're like, oh, let me see the best clips this guy has. Click. And then all of a sudden I'm flipping through that dude's best clips, laughing and, and being funny. Then while I'm doing that, a little red light pops up and it's like, this guy's live. And I'm like, oh, let me click that. Click. And then I'm all of a sudden the Twitch app opens and I'm watching their live stream. And they're like, if they, if they do this properly, it could be absolutely huge. I mean, it would literally be Twitch moving into this entirely new field that they haven't really gotten into before. And then they'd be able to connect it to their backend. Or you could forget about it. Nothing could happen. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, we'll I look at this as like the next stage of, of growth and evolution for the platform is this, right? Like if they can, if they do it right. If they, if they can emulate what TikTok yeah. does well. And a lot of that is like the algorithm, right? The algorithm of TikTok is yes. so strong. Uh, and, and so it's a little insidious in terms Twitch, of how crazy it is, but yeah. Twitch has a lot of this stuff already with their recommended sections and their recommended follow pages, <coughs> recommended, like, like, of course they would have to fine tune them for, for short form content. And they'd have to start, you know, integrating all those algorithms on clips and stuff, which I'm not entirely sure how well that would work right now, but they clearly could do it. Like, would it be done well? Who knows? Maybe you could, like, pick different styles of algorithms, which would be really cool. If you, like, prefer things with humor, if you prefer things that are wholesome, like, you know, maybe you can put, like, a keyword in and it would, like, help tune your algorithm to the type of content you're looking for at that time. So, yeah, you know, they already have a tag system that they could utilize. Like, they have all these components that they could use to make this really cool if they want to. Well, one of the one of the points that uh, that Dan brought up during the, that dinner was um, that that the thinking at Twitch, and I, I, I agree mostly, uh, is that the reason people, uh, people will come to Twitch and bounce off, you know, they'll come to Twitch for like 15 minutes ago, this same premiere or today, you know, maybe I'll try again later on. But if you can get, uh, someone to find a place where they feel like they could be a part of a community, that's, that's how you, that's how you get retention. And that's how you get people to, you know, stay, watch, you know, participate, and th- and thereby you know fund Twitch and the streamers and stuff like that is by getting people to feel like they're part of a community and they're this is them like exploring ways to say to, to you know like for short attention span theater you know TikTok all that shit you see like someone you actually like maybe then you go to their channel and and talk to them live and maybe you hit it off and become part of that community with you know their chat or whatever yeah so. Yeah. It it uh, there's a lot of things of this that I I look at it. And it's like if if this works, how this video is showing, right? Like where you're just scrolling through and you're seeing a clip, and you're like, oh, I want to watch that streamer. It's really going to reinforce the idea of like always being live, because if you have something like blow up, then you want to be able to catch those viewers who are like, oh, let's watch more of this. Because if you're not live, it's kind of just like a cool i guess i'll follow this person that that's like the step um and then it kind of ends there then they just keep scrolling right um see that's that's well the kind following of like- is huge though like because that's most people that that stick around twitch like myself included follow page i don't even you know no one goes to the front page anymore sure you just follow page so like if well, if we can get well, like the the follows like I think that's I think that's a big thing I think that you know follows aren't like are the first step. Yeah, what were we gonna say, Co? Um, it's it's fine. Passed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I'm very curious for this. I, I hope this is also built into the Twitch app and not a separate app. I hope it's just like the discover feed on the Twitch app and that's or on the on the Twitch mobile app, sorry. Um see that's that's where I don't know if I'd agree with you. Really? You, you think I would, two I would think it would be better. I think it would be better if they showcase this because if they do make it a button you have to click on the main page. No one's ever going to click it. Like that's, oh, you're that's saying what ha- like, that's, I'm saying that's I what see, happens with all these like half-baked Twitch ideas is they yeah. put forth this really cool idea, a really cool system, but then they don't put a spotlight on it. So it just stays out of the way where it's like, think if they made an app called like Twitch discover, that's a terrible name, but come up with some <laughs> catchy name for it. They promote downloading it in the normal app. They link it to the app. So anytime you like go to someone's stream, it opens the app and goes to it. But they make it so it's its own thing, its own ecosystem. And that way that like people that prefer that will actually use it and keep going back to it and stuff like that. It won't become this, you know, thing. It's like behind closed doors on the main app kind of thing. Like it, I think that if they lean into this, it could be huge. And if they do exactly what you're saying, if they make it so you bring up the Twitch app and then hit the like discover button, I, I think that that's, that's well, how this is going to die. I mean, looking at this UI and looking at Twitch on my phone. It's the same UI, except Discover is moved over to the left and looks like it's the first thing that populates when you load the app, I guess, is what they're doing here. So now another interesting thing is like there is a Discover section on Twitch already. Yes. So I wonder, I wonder if this is, yeah, I wonder if this is going to, maybe they're going to replace that completely with this. Maybe this is the replacement of that section. Probably. Which would be interesting. Because that would mean that the Discover app on the Twitch app is a different form of content from what you're actually discovering. You see what mm. I'm saying with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I mean, t- like TikTok does that right now to a lesser degree, right? Because it's like... But it in, takes you to more TikToks is the thing. Well, in your feed, a random, like a TikTok live will just be inserted into my feed every once in a while. And then you oh, click. True. Same. And then it like it brings you into the full TikTok live ecosystem. Um, do what you're saying. And I don't know if that's been super successful for them. Uh, cause most of I the will time, say, uh, I, TikTok I live is generally for mobile screens. Yeah. I would, it would format it for it. Yeah. So like Twitch, Twitch live would just kind of be Twitch. So I guess they would just like put Twitch streams in the role yeah, with the other content. They go to, they click like on, I saw, yeah, at one point they went to a Twitch stream in the, in and the I think it's just, thing. yeah, like that. Yeah. So they just, they make it, they blur that top and yeah right there so they click watch stream and it's just that it's just like the regular twitch yeah yeah regular twitch feed with all the buttons we'll have to see man we'll have to see it's gonna it's gonna be super interesting if this can get the ones i'm guessing i'm guessing you you submit your own like uh for the discovery thing like for For the landing page oh i would i think it's your yeah i think it's your clips i think it would just be whatever's popular on twitch so it's going to be the well, same three people every every fucking. That's the time. issue, right? No, is that TikTok? Is that what TikTok is too? I, now, now read the thing again. Okay, but I'm pretty it. sure it's people's clips. I think that's what it is. It's short form content in in. I don't think you upload your own. Yeah, Twitch it, discover content. It just pulls clips. Yeah. Yeah, it just pulls clips. So clips from now tons here the interesting from thing tons is, of streamers Twitch, channels. Twitch viewers will be able to. Do the clips. Uh, it's not our goal for you to spend hours in the clip feed. Hold on, hold on. 
I want to make sure that. Yeah, I'm not going to move. So this is interesting. So this is interesting. What this doesn't say is if the streamer dictates what the clips are or if the viewers making the clips do. Might just so be for a instance, numbers thing. If some, well, that's, this is weird though, because think of like LSF. Like yeah. no streamer submits their own clips to LSF. Right. So like would a streamer have to mark clips that either they themselves make or viewers make as discoverable clips? I think it's just a number. Or, or is it random? Yeah, it's it's what's what's popular on Twitch. What is getting numbers, and that's what we're going to feed to more people. So viewers would be the ones technically that would actually make the content in those. You think? Yeah, and then would they get credit for it in the system? That I don't know. That's actually an interest. Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying now. That is interesting. Wait, they're saying they're saying slow. Uh, scroll down. That's saying. Oh, right here. Managing feature clips. I mean, that's a different. They announced the beginning of August. We're going to mark mark clips as featured in your creator dashboard. Oh, you already have control okay. over who can make clips of your stream and the ability to delete ones you don't like. It's this. Prioritize showing your feature clips ahead of non ahead of non featured clips in directory surfaces. So it's yeah, not right. that they're going to not show unfeatured clips. They are going to show them in priority. Huh. Yeah. And over time, allow you to control what clips appear in your feed. To be fair, they wait, should have put wait, that wait. They before. switched perspective in that line. They switched perspective <laughs> in that line. At the beginning, they're talking about, we'll prioritize showing your feature clips like the streamer ahead of non-featured clips, including the discovery feed. And over time, allow you, at this point, I think the viewer, to control which clips appear in your feed. I just not reading that right, or do they switch? No, that's that's true. They do switch. Yeah, it's the first half's talking to streamers, second half's talking to viewers. I guess unless unless a feed is per streamer, so you have like clips. I assume that the are in feed, feed was what every every viewer has their feed. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I would agree. Unless uh, maybe the feed <laughs> is what the, the feed, not your feed. And the feed. Oh, and the, the feed. The feed being the overarching. The big feed. Ah, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We got, we got the word wrong. We got there. Okay. So you uh, over time, you will allow to control. So, oh, oh, so what that means is over time, allow the streamer to control which clips appear in the feed. So that means when it comes out, you won't have control over what clips appear in the feed. So I hope you like the clips of yours that make it because yeah. <laughs> it looks like you may not have a choice. Yeah. It'll, it'll <laughs> I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to keep an eye on your on your fucking. What I'm trying to say is, chat, stop clipping me when I bend over to pick up my microphones. Okay, I don't want to see any of that on the feed. I mean, there will be a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot of that on TikTok. Uh, Do I need to bend over more and pick up stuff off the floor? Would that get me more discovery? It, is that it, going it to help? It depends. It depends. Okay. You know. Okay. It depends. I do wonder I'll how. How like influential a place, you know, a community like LSF will be for this, where those clips are getting amplified Dude, by like ten X. Well, no, that's You're, what I'm saying. But like, how yeah. how much of that feed is going to be just the top twenty oh. post on LSF every single day? Ultimately, I mean, it depending on how. Now, here's the thing: you would think initially all the top things on the feed would be all the top stuff, but think about uh, directory lists these days. Directory lists do not sort by numbers. And I would be surprised if That's they did true. the exact same thing with this brand new feature. I don't think you're just going to see the top ones. I think they're going to they're going to do their same by default. Keep leaning least. into their algorithm 
mumbo jumbo. Yeah. And they're going to try to show things that they think are what you want to see. So based on the streams that you watch or, you know, we'll see how they decide to do the, I'm sure they'll, you know, it's going to be probably just like TikTok, where when you are on TikTok, sorry, United States senators, we know how this works for you. <laughs> so when you're on, when you're on TikTok, if you watch something for a period of time, it then gives your account a plus on that. So if you keep watching things of the same content, then it, that's what it keeps showing you. And, and if you keep watching, it keeps showing you, if you start flipping through a bunch of things that you used to watch before, then that stuff gets removed from your account. So yeah. So all, the, all those people in government be like, why does TikTok just show me boobs and ass all the time? It's like, yeah, why does it do that? <laughs> that's so weird, man. Like, that's wow. so weird. I want, maybe if you so weird. I guess you should probably not. It's research. That. Damn it. It's research. <laughs> maybe don't let that loop 10 times. So the algorithm's like, oh, you enjoyed that. Would you like more? <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault that she put the picture so quick. I had to pause it 30 times just to see it. <laughs> why do you do that? Just a waste of my time. Uh, that's funny as hell. I love that you know that that is how it oh, works. I do. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Then you accidentally favored it. It's just a big mess. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's great. It's uh, what? What's the What's the Senator Graham? Um, Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey Graham. Oh, you sounded like a pissed off Lindsey Graham just now, and that was awesome. <laughs> a little bit. That was real good. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> uh, cool. That is uh, the discovery feed. Uh, what? Is, okay, so we went through that. Oh, what are what are stories? Okay, this is another big <laughs> announcement. These these are like um, these are basically more curated, longer form, short content. <laughs> but it's 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 basically like you get to add in some extra stuff to add some interactivity. You get to put in more things, order them, that kind of thing. It's kind of, I don't use them myself. In fact, I don't even have an account, but from what I understand, Instagram stories are a thing. And I think this is Twitch's version of that. I think. Okay. I, I read that. Let me see if that there's a, if I'm uh, wrong. is that, that's it. That's basically it. Right. It, it so. makes sense. Let's see what this, uh, this video is. Let's see a visual. Let's bring in the visual yeah, aid. Okay. Oh God. What? Visual aid. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to like pull on Aurelian, like Instagram or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what this is. So I, is this aimed at like, keep uh, being oh, YouTube has stories too. Oh, it does. I didn't know. I that. didn't even know that. Is this That's like basically aimed at keeping your community engaged when you're not streaming? Is that what this is? No, I think it's them trying to get into the market share that other companies are successfully exploiting. So Instagram stories are big. Yeah. And I think this is them just trying to be like, look, you can do that here too. Like that's, that's what a lot of this is these days, which, you know, I mean, that's part of growing social media. Thank you, Meta. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, you, you can do that under our umbrella. So you don't have to go outside of our umbrella kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Zach's tweet says share clips, pictures, tech text updates, or polls with all your followers or subs content disappears after 24 hours. So there is like oh. a sense of FOMO in it, I guess. Did they say that in the Twitch? Wait, 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 wait. So, so you, you spend time making these things like with all these different factors and then they delete themselves after a day. I guess. Is that, is that what the other ones do? I thought that was a phone app that did that with messages so I could send my nudes. 
like Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. Oh, that yeah. is how Instagram stories work. Literally just Insta stories. Oh, it is. is. Oh, I didn't that. realize that's how Instagram stories worked. There's too much. Oh. <laughs> Chat's like these fucking boomers. They don't even know. I know. I know. We have social media apps. Right? I looked into Instagram years ago, and some dude in gaming shades got the word or got co carnage. So I was just like, nope, don't care enough for that. <laughs> mm. Dude, speaking of that, this is completely on topic for that, but off topic for what we're talking about. Did you see Gold Glove on Twitter where he was like, I finally got my name, guys. It feel, I feel like it's going to happen because someone like Twitter.com slash Gold Glove DM'd uh-huh. him and he like quote tweeted, he's like, guys, I'm going to get my name. And I, my immediate thought was, why would you advertise uh, yeah. and like make yeah. this a bigger deal than it currently is? Four or five hours later, I checked my feed. He wanted 20000 for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. so fucking funny. <laughs> he just didn't even respond to the guy. I like how somebody <laughs> just said, we have to bring on a special guest youth advisor. Yeah, we need a youth advisor for DS. Well, these, these uh, <laughs> legacy streamers really need, these, uh, yeah, we need really a guide. Are, we need a guide. These le- it's these damn I learned legacy that streamers. <laughs> early on when I was... Uh, uh collecting baseball cards back in the day when i was in little league and stuff baseball football basketball cards that you like i got a a real hard lesson because i was like saw my buddy's baseball card collection i was like that's the rated rookie i need for to complete my collection and he's like oh you wanted that bad huh and i was yeah. like there's something to be learned here <laughs> if you want something really bad don't let anyone know that shit that's correct yeah yeah <laughs> So I think it's safe to say Gold Glove will not be getting his Twitter uh, <laughs> name for 20K. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Twitch stories, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I feel like that it it is for a different type of creator than we are, I guess, is how I would look at that. Um, but if this also attracts people from, uh, you know, Instagram over here and grows the audience that is twitch grows the 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 whole pie that is twitch then cool uh i'm i'm excited for that get get more people on the platform that could always be fun uh but just like co said with with the other one they gotta iterate on it they can't just push it live once and and say guys we did a thing where it's a it's a success that's it's an entirely different thing it's it's a massive product so they have to constantly iterate on it um and that's it's, not a thing it's that kind Twitch of does. Interesting. <laughs> it's kind of interesting because all these companies are trying so hard to get their social environments to, to, to be under their own umbrellas. Yeah. That I kind of wonder if we're going to get to the point where it's kind of like what happened with MMOs. Like back in the day, there were so few MMOs. So you kind of knew where everyone was going. And when one was coming out, it's like, hey, are you playing this? Oh, of course I'm playing that. And you could go in and you'd see the same names and stuff of people you played a lot. And it's just, it's just going to get to the point where there's like so many of like every, every company is going to have its, its shorts. Every company is going to have its reels. Every company is going to have its live. And it's just going to be like, it's just going to dilute the whole thing. It's just going to all become a mess of noise and, and you know, no one's going to know where, where, where to go for anything. Yeah. Somebody say it's already happening. That is already happening. They are kind of there. I mean, this, what we're looking at is a step in that exact direction. Like oh. now Twitch is like, Hey, we're going to do stories. We're going to do TikTok, Twitch talk, you know? And it's like, this is another step, another step. So yeah. Kind of wild. It, it, I kind of look at this with, with everything you just said in mind where it's like, I don't, 
I don't know how this could be anywhere near as successful as the other platforms that already have this because it kind of is just like a copy and paste of what they're already doing and they're not like improving it, but they're bringing it into the Twitch ecosystem. So maybe it's not a bad thing, but I just don't see like, I don't see any of this like exploding and becoming the next big thing. Like where TikTok has exploded and now like TikTok is its own thing that is, you know, such a market disruptor and people are like, Oh, we got to get it. We got to get a TikTok. We got to get the short form video is all the rage these days. Uh, And now everyone's trying to get short form video onto their, long form video platforms <laughs> for that conversion factor. Uh, I, I don't know if that's going to be a, so we went from long form to short form and then it's just going to be pictures. And then we've got full circle. I think it's, isn't it? Is it micro micro content? There's like an industry term for it that I don't know. I think it's micro content. So you would have like what? One to three seconds. Yeah. To sell your content at that case, you're just going through people screaming at you. Like, <laughs> That's that's my favorite. I love that. That's what oh, my feed man. is. Yeah. Oof. yeah, we're all we're all back to Vine at the end of the day. That's exactly yeah, right. Go. We're all getting back to Vine. All things st- ended and started in Vine. Um, <laughs> cool. Twitch stories. And when is that supposed to, launches in October? And when is the yeah. other thing supposed to launch? Uh, sorry, I'm scrolling. Launches in the fall. Uh, experiments soon whatever that means. Uh, let's go back to the block. See what else they announced. Uh, <laughs> guest star. That's a thing. They're still doing. So get this, get this guest star in some ways. It looks like is going to be like replacing, not replacing, but maybe adding to squad streaming. Adding in what way I'm like with this update up to five streamers can join forces all while live for their, from their own channels while streaming together. You can add your collaborators video feeds to your own stream while still using your own alerts and stream interactions. Oh, so they're like kind of merging it a little bit. Huh? Yeah. That's, it's interesting. I, Hmm. I do think if, if, uh, example, the three of us, uh, guest star stream, right? We're, we're doing right. drop frames games or something. Right. Uh, it, in, at that point, if we do that from my perspective, very little reason to stream. And from Zeke's perspective, if I was Zeke, very little reason to stream where we could just give you our cams. And have it all on your stream. Nope. Co. <laughs> the, that's true. But I think the idea here is that you could basically just fire up your stream like you would any game. And then I'm it's guessing easy. it splits it out into browser sources. Um, so then like, I'm guessing the camera may, I don't know how it's going to do the actual like splitting, but then I could just bring that into mine. You could bring that into yours. You can put the cameras where you want kind of thing. And then I don't, again, if, if they're all added, I'm guessing there's an interface where you can move them, see them all like squad screen. Uh, squad streaming now the next step and i don't know let's read the whole thing real quick but the next step would be somehow intelligently getting all the chats together but i don't think this touches that god that would yeah that that's the next step like that's the big awesome next step in being able to watch multiple streamers at once is being able to have all the chats like actually be together like what would be amazing for instance is if you did a squad stream and it made a fourth chat that was then everyone watching the squad stream 
from all the channels. And you could use the sub emotes from anyone you're sub to in there. And like, may, you know, like you could do all sorts of fun stuff. So it's like you could, there would be each streamer would have their own chat. And then there'd be a chat where everyone watching all three streamers could like hang would out. You, people saying oh, that's way too like much. Random, of course it would be subs optional. And they it would all be the, optional. Go to random people, like random people in the streams. No, the, I think cool. sub alerts would just go to the streamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, channel. this is this is this is not replacing anything. This would just be options. If you wanted to stay in your streamers' chat, more power to you. That'd be fine. But it would like, for instance, I frequently monitor at least two plus chats if I'm doing you know drop frames and stuff like that. So it'd be cool yeah. to have a chat where everyone could like chat with each other about the show they're watching from all the different communities. Yeah, that could be a cool option to. Have. I would love that. Um, so you start a squad stream, and there'd be a button that says squad chat. You press now, that button and it pops out a chat for the squad stream. I'm curious for you guys. Does it, is it a fourth chat or is it the three chats combined into one? Three chats combined into one would be way too much. It's kind of a now, lot. Now here's, yeah. here's, here's an interesting thing. If it now, I don't know if this would be necessarily the best thing for us to do on drop frames, but I would say it would be interesting if in a squad stream situation, you could select a checkbox that says integrate chat. And if all the streamers selected that checkbox, you turn into Voltron. Just, and you could Voltron your chats together into one big chat. Like, especially for smaller streamers and stuff like that, that could be kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, and then there would just be one chat room of a Voltron amalgamation of all the, the streams that are involved in the squad stream. And only, you only look at one chat. Everyone only chats in one chat, and everyone gets to talk to each other that's watching any of the streams. Who moderates? All moderators my, my, in one. All moderators. Oh, I'd say all moderators would get options. <laughs> yep, absolutely. It would. The whole thing. The whole thing about this is that it would be like base and easy. Like all moderators would get their things. All subs would have the sub. Like you could have little icons. You can choose which sub icon you have if you're sub to multiple streamers. I think that would um, be cool. You know, I'd, I'd be Roscoe Waffle from my chat yeah. <laughs> said yet uh, uh, crossovers. Uh, might end up in bands because my channel versus your channel and what is allowed and stuff. That's that's you know there there would yes. be issues and gotchas like that for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, it would be. It. It it would be a mess. What if someone's banned in one chat and not in the others? I would say that ban would probably take priority. So if you'd get banned in one chat, you'd be banned in the squad chat. Do you think Twitch? Yep. Yeah. Do you think Twitch just does the shared? At that point, it automatically shares. At least for shares, that stream. Yeah. For that stream, it would. When, yeah, when you Voltron your chats, it shares mod comments, moderation, yep. actions, everybody. all that stuff. Yeah. It opens your bank accounts, splits it evenly among everybody. Yeah. That'd be great. Yep. I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> Not these days, you aren't. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Uh, yeah. I, I hope they experiment with that some in some way. That sounds it, like a shit show. Yeah, it'd be glorious. I completely. I agree. I think it would be a fun experiment. I think it'd be. I think it'd be kind of fun. Again, again, a hundred percent all opt in, and not necessarily like we're all we're three relatively large channels. So for us, we already all have active chat rooms. It would be kind of catastrophic. But imagine if it's three of your buddies. You know, one of them is kind of big, and two of you are constantly wishing for more chat interaction. It's like boom! All of a sudden, you all get to see the same chat. You can all respond to and talk about the same things. Like yeah. this is this this is not necessarily a feature for us. This would be a feature that other people might really enjoy and be super cool to to see in the app, like out in the wild kind of thing. It's it that's always been the golden goose for like uh, all the D and D content that I've ever done. I've always wanted one major chat for you know the four plus streams that are oh exactly yeah a, a part yeah. of a D and D show. 
Um, Super cool idea. I just, it, it, there's a lot of variables that Twitch would have to make a call on, mm-hmm. on, on how all that works. So I hope that they are considering that. Um, but it seems like obviously guest stars, the biggest focus here. Yeah. Uh, with that, I don't, I don't know if they're going to bring chat or even if that's just a whole nother headache for them that they don't need to worry about at this point. Um, looks like that update will be rolling out, uh, in August for the streaming together aspect of guest star. Uh, what else here? Helping mods keep your, uh, what? Helping oh, this mods is great. Yeah, no, this your is safe awesome. and shared mod comments. Yep. Oh, yeah, shared mod comments. This is, funny enough, <laughs> when they first announced crossbands, one of the biggest things we said on this show was that they absolutely need this for it to be something worthwhile. And this is, that's exactly what they're doing, which is fantastic. So now you right. can actually put like little notes as to like why someone is banned in a channel, which is, that's huge. That's huge. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just great. September for that stuff. That's great. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy. New alerts to help you incentivize and reward your community. What is this? Uh, recruitment make alerts, blah, 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 blah. Today we announced several alerts. Incredible channel point unlocks. And soon you'll be able to celebrate those moments with full alert supports. We're also adding an alert randomizer. Let's let you create multiple alerts for a certain action that can randomize. Uh, and then uh, randomize which one plays to make celebrations more personal. We're adding emote customization options. Help you keep safe during the times we need it most. We're adding alerts integrations into shield mode to allow streamers to easily pause alerts if there's an issue. Okay. So yeah, this is so all just updates g- to their alert system. Yeah, they're finally getting to the, to the place where, you know, stream elements, stream labs, whatever you use. Uh, you can already probably do most of this shit. It's just going to be first party now. Yeah. Which, uh, if they do it right, like I wouldn't, I don't see why I wouldn't swap over to that. If it's first party and everything's on the same website, that'd be great. Like the, the least amount of websites I have to use to do my fucking business, like the better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. It makes sense why they're doing that. Even if they are. Like when we talked about the alert system uh, the first time on the show, even if they are like 10 years too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this, this is all, this is all, all this stuff of Twitch making it easier for new streamers to have better looking streams is better. Like it's good. It's great. Like, you know, and, it, and most importantly for the streamer, it's free, which is huge. So, yeah. I mean that, you know, it's, it's, it's all very positive. But just like you guys have said, all this should have been done like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. like. Uh, today we're adding stream events to include support for streamers IRL birthday along with first time you streamed anniversaries uh, what whichever mm-hmm. milestones you want to celebrate with your community stream events will soon make it easier than ever cool that stuff's cool uh, giving streamers more control over ad breaks what is this this is pretty cool uh, it's it's a step in the right direction but it's not it's 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 a it's a a little step. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, they're just throwing it into chat. Great. Yep. You have to use the ad scheduler. So if you're using the ad scheduler and a scheduled ad is coming up, then you will see that pop up in your chat and you can snooze it if you want to. So it gives streamers the ability to, to delay a, a scheduled ad break that they have previously scheduled, which is good. It would be better if that was on the viewer side. Then, of course, people could just snooze it for five minutes and leave the stream, which I'm sure Twitch would hate. 
So, you know, that comes with its own thing. But yeah, it's 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 kind of nice because it gives uh, streamers a little bit more control over when the ad schedule stuff runs. Um, but at the same in the same vein, you know, the streamer still scheduled ads to run at a certain time every stream. So it's kind of like it's just adding a small tool for that. and They can always turn it off anyway. So, you know, it's it's a step in the right direction. More ad control is good. Yeah. More ad control is good. I'm curious. But, like, but hold lots on. of other Why things would... they need to attack with this. Yeah. Why would the streamer need the ad countdown timer? Like the because the schedule just... for ads. Yeah. So the, so the scheduler the scheduler makes it so you have guaranteed ad runs, which a lot of streamers have built into their contracts or just want to do. So if you know you have to have five okay. minutes of ads per hour, you do a three minute block at thirty, you do a two minute block at fifty, and that's how it is forever and ever. It's coming up on your two minute ad block. You're just 30 seconds from the end of the Final Fantasy 16 big boss fight at the end. Sorry, spoilers. Right. And you're like, okay, snooze that for five minutes. I know. Snooze that ad break for five minutes so everyone can see this and then it'll play the ads. Yeah. Of course, you you got to hope at that point that five minutes later it's not going to be worse. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe at that point it's the super secret second boss that nobody knew about. Oh, God, even more spoilers. And at that point you just snooze to the exact middle of that fight when the big reveal happens. Um, but you know, it's, it's no, I get how the snooze like function works. I'm just wondering why people would schedule ads, uh, without the, like the incentive that we previously had because they, they stopped kind of doing the ad incentive, didn't they? They stopped doing the ad incentive, but they are reducing the split and they are in, they have, they have in the past and are giving streamers more ad revenue. So streamers are running more ads. So they will relatively largely increase their bottom line. So even if people, even if streamers don't have it in their contract, there are a lot of streamers that run ads just to help because Twitch, Twitch has clearly said like, we're going to be giving you a large percentage more of ads and taking that out of your subs. So if you want to be making the same money you were, you need to start running ads because we have beefed up how much they're worth to you. So when they did that, a lot of streamers did and still do run scheduled ads like all the time. Yeah. With Barry saying in the chat with scheduler, it's 55% of, um, whatever the split is i think and then without scheduling you only get 30 percent. so you're it's 25 percent if you're not hitting like the the ad density around uh somebody said watching ads is better than subs now no no subbing is still the best way to support a streamer app pretty much no question um but what twitch is doing is they are they they are de-incentivizing putting all of your time and effort into getting subs and they're trying to incentivize streamers to play more ads. Yeah. That's that's how it works. Because, um, again, Twitch makes more money on ads than subs. Yes. What we understand, by a large margin. So they're trying to do things, as they have for the last two years, they're working on now, and we will see more of in the future, to encourage streamers to run more ads over not doing this up. This partner program plus thing was them getting a whole bunch of good PR but then when people worked out the math, they realized it only applied to like literally two and a half percent of streamers. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're trying to kind of eat their cake and, you know, have it too by, you know, being like, yay, look, we're helping the sub program, but you still got to run a buttload of ads if you want to make the same amount of money that you did before. Uh, um, something that Dan did make a point to bring up was they're trying, they're, they're, they want to bring that number down. The, the number of required subscribers, the 350. Oh really? That that it's it, on the uh, they want to bring it down. That's just the number they started with, and it's the number that seemed most, I guess, financially feasible to them. To the you know whoever the money people. Yeah. 
That's, um, what's but interesting? He wants he he made a point to say we're trying to bring that down, and I don't know what trying means from the CEO. <laughs> I was gonna say, I I I I appreciate the perspective of him saying that, but when you have your hand on the dial for that number, you have all the access to the metrics that show you exactly how many people will get it. You don't try to do anything. You set those numbers where you want them. Yeah. And then you keep them there until people complain too much or find out. So trying to bring their number down. No, they're not. But doesn't it? I mean, if they, like, if they wanted answers, to, they would. Like everybody it's, answers it's to not, somebody, right? Though. Like don't the, the, he has to answer to the board, right? Is that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. I'm I mean, actually asking. I see, Is I that see, not right? I, I would say I'm, he answers to Amazon, if anything. But yeah. I I would I would we have no, no idea and everything we have is conjecture but my guess is that if you are the head of a company you probably get more if the company makes more money so you know I mean be it in whatever interest or perspective you choose from I'm just saying you know well, like if Twitch Twitch knew exactly how many people were going to be eligible for that program when they dropped it you knew exactly how many yeah. so you know and I would assume that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what like no, honestly i would assume that what he means by uh trying is that trying to like please both sides like trying because like it doesn't like it doesn't him no good to like piss off streamers you know like that's that's a net a net negative uh to you know fuck us out of shit because you know people will leave people go to their platforms you know if it gets too bad blah 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 so you get like you know trying to find the middle ground. What I, mean, I that's what I would do if I was the fucking CEO. I'd be like, okay, I want to make as much money as I can, but I don't want to piss off the people who make us money. So like, how can I, you know, meet in the middle? Am I, you dude? You seem like you're. I'm way off base. Like I just said no, 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 no. I think ever. I think I think you're. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think you're absolutely right. I think that Twitch is walking the line of how much money can we get out of our viewers and our creators before they get so pissed off they stop creating or stop watching the yeah, they leave i think they're i think they're walking that line so the thing is is when you said and said they're trying to bring it down that made it sound like he was fighting and stuff like go get him but what it actually means is we're just trying to figure out how much we can get from you without making you angry so it's not quite the same spirit of the terminology if you feel me does that make more sense i like it, it. I guess I'm just more optimistic. I, I'm kind of cynical about this. I, was, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that's, I think that's what it comes about, about. People. It has nothing to do with yeah. Dan. It has everything to do with like, you know, these like people run everything. Like it's it's you you say corporations, you say business, you say this, you say that, but it comes to like they are people. And let me let me say this: usually aren't just evil. Like you know, just like right off if the there, bat. Like, if there is one thing that has been proven in the last year and a half or so dan clancy was a fantastic pickup for twitch he he like it's 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 wild how much like he is he is the decision maker or at least one of the big decision makers he is big in there and the fact that he can make you feel like what you just said zeke he is he is winning that is winning right there like that is that is impressively winning like i hope i hope he has a fat paycheck because he is killing it <laughs> but exactly. i but the thing is like i, I met the i met emmett Shear, obviously i interviewed him so like i've met heads of twitch i've met two different ones and they are like 
polar fucking opposites of people. Like that's true. Like there, Emmett Shear yeah. also was in his position, not because he wanted to, but because he just kept getting lifted up, 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 and up, and then he was there. Where Dan Clancy okay. came into that position. Dan Clancy is that position. Like yeah. that's what he does. Is that pos- so? He's got that like political savvy. He's got you know that it's his job to be a CEO. Where Emmett Shear started as something a little different and then just kind of like kept getting pushed up and up and up. And then all of a sudden he was there and, and then he was like, yeah, I'm not very good at this. And, uh, and left, <laughs> um, which, you know, to his credit, he never really, that wasn't what he was there to do in the first place. So that's not exactly a, a, a bad thing, but yeah, I, it's, it's just, again, uh, it's, I don't say what I say to be cynical. I mean, I, it comes off as cynical. Don't get me wrong. I just want to make sure that we keep perspective in the reality of the situation. And, sure. and just, you know, like make sure it's understood. Like we can say this stuff about Twitch cause they are just a giant corporation these days that do want to make as much money from us as possible. Um, they have shown over and over. They want to take as much of our money as possible without us revolting viewers and streamers. And, you know, just, just keep that in mind whenever you're, you're dealing with them. Like that's where we are these days. They're an Amazon owned company. So it's, it's, you know, just make sure we're grounded with this kind of stuff, especially when you hear things like, you know, oh, we're trying to bring it down. It's like, if you were trying, you would have done it. Like if you were trying, then you wouldn't have said this after the fact came out that only 2% of people qualify. Like, (laughs) so yeah. Anyway. Sure. Uh, And I, I just want, I want everybody out there to know, like, I'm optimistic. I'm not gullible. I'm not blind. I'm not a shill or anything like that. I know everybody wants money. I'm fuck. I fucking love money. I want all the money I can possibly get. It's great. Um, but like, it's different when you meet like the people that are in like, and I'm not just, I'm not talking about just Dan. I'm talking about like the people who like back in the day, like made up Twitch and shit like that. There was people complaining all over the place about Twitch forever since it's been a thing. Everybody complains about it. And then you meet the people and you're like, you find it harder to complain. Like when you meet the dev of like a video game or you have them like talk to you about their, their, you know, passion project and shit like that, it becomes a little bit harder to, you know, shit on it because you realize like, like it's, you know, what work goes into it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. I get that. Totally fair. That's- totally fair. <clears throat> you stop talking when I clean my glasses. So I can't see shit <laughs> right now. I don't know where we're looking at or going. But I agree. Like long story. Like if you want my like basic synopsis, I think that yes, Twitch and Amazon and everything has gotten far more greedy, like exponentially more greedy, and uh, um and sees this platform as something that they can milk. I do. I do believe that way more than they used to, but. That, that but, but see, the thing is, the reason why I'm not crowing about it is because it's not fucking surprising to me. It shouldn't be surprising to anyone. The bigger a business gets, the more money it wants to make. And that's why capitalism ultimately fails for everything. Like, because you can't always keep growing. There's a finite amount of people <laughs> to, yeah. to build. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's capitalism. I, I would agree with you, but how dare you attack my capitalism? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I, I, no. Never again, please. Unbelievable. <clears throat> but that's, and that's like some of the thing I thought about, like, what if, what if Twitch just like, just maintain, let's try maintaining for like five years. Don't worry. The problem about is 
over the last few years. No one, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Twitch, Twitch, Twitch has exploded in terms, even with the layoffs. I mean, Twitch has exploded in terms of operational cost yeah. over the last, basically since the Amazon takeover. So it's kind of like you have to keep making more and more money because you keep hiring more and more people, and it's it's you know, and you have more and more op- operations. I mean, who do you think funds all these? crazy amounts of changes that we have coming out of TwitchCon Paris. Um, and some of those changes aren't going to make them money. So it's like, that's just cost. Um, it's, yeah, it, it, there's, there's so many arguments to how you can't, unfortunately, just make money. You have to keep moving forward. You have to stay relevant. You have to keep developing. You have to, you know, all the things. Yeah. That's all really expensive. <sighs> yeah. Is Twitch right. profitable? We had this discussion earlier this morning. Apparently in 2022, Twitch's revenue was $2.8 billion which is a huge amount of money. Um, does that mean they're profitable? We have no idea because revenue does not mean profit and we do not know their operational costs. I don't think that's a public thing. Yeah. So the short answer is nobody knows for sure either way that we've seen. I don't know if that was announced somewhere, but as far as we know, the, the stuff that's public information, um, I don't think that that's something anyone really can answer concretely either way. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I heard rumors from, from like, this is like six, seven years ago now, like from, from employees, now ex-employees of Twitch saying like, Twitch doesn't make money. And I was like, what? Like, no, that was a thing. they don't make any money. Like, they're not profitable. You see the revenue, you don't see like, yeah. <laughs> yep, that went around for, for actual years that, that Twitch was not making money. They were losing money yeah. every year, banking on being profitable someday. From like the big advertisers coming in that never came in, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, most of the time, maybe when, maybe that was true. We don't know. Yeah, most of the time, whenever I've seen Dan go on uh, people's streams and, and talk about Twitch, is it, the the lead sentence is always like, "Yeah, streaming high quality video is super expensive." <laughs> right, that's where he begins. Uh, so I I still think it's two point eight billion in revenue, but who knows how it cost how much it costs like run all of this. Um, on any given day so he says whose fault is that though it's not the streamer's fault that's true that's true it's not it's not the streamer's fault but at the same time that the thing you have to keep in in mind is if, if you have you know a thousand viewers five thousand ten thousand viewers someone is paying to get that image onto a server and then delivered to all those people someone's paying for that so it depends on at that point, like, is the company paying enough in ads? How many people are being employed to get that image to those many places? How many people are being employed to develop stuff? So people keep watching the site to get the image to places to pay for that. You know, like there's, there's lots and lots and lots of factors. Um, streaming is not free. Never will be. So, you know, it's someone has to pay for it and Twitch is the one paying for it. So, you know, like somebody else just said in chat a minute ago, maybe that's why Twitch has been pushing so much profitability over the last few years maybe maybe the last few years has been twitch making a hard push at trying to become profitable so amazon doesn't sell them to a company we've never heard of (laughs) like maybe you know maybe that's what's going on could they be public about that who knows Uh, oh and also real quick to address something else the the whole like oh no twitch doesn't pay anything because they're owned by amazon and amazon owns those servers no twitch twitch is a is an entity under the amazon umbrella when they use AWS, that is a bill to Twitch. Like that, the, the idea that like, oh, streaming's free because using AWS. No, that still costs Amazon money because they have to run the AWS servers and all the stuff they're doing for Twitch means they're not doing that for other people to sell that product to them. So it's, it's, it's really this weird 
fallacy to assume that because Amazon owns Twitch that, I mean, it might be a little bit cheaper because maybe they get good rates, but it's still costing them huge amounts of money. Yeah. Put it to you this yeah, way. It's not. Yeah. When I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, they made me pay for my fucking uniform. That's <laughs> they didn't give me a uniform to wear. I had to pay for that fucking thing, even though I worked at the place. And yeah. I see, okay, I see people saying poor Amazon, but keep in mind, Amazon doesn't, Amazon is a faceless corporation. They're here to make money. So the idea is that if that cost to run Twitch doesn't make them money, it's not poor Amazon. It's poor everyone who uses Twitch because they're just going to stop paying for Twitch. Like they're there to make money, not, not, they're not a charity. They're not a charity to keep Twitch's lights on. So it's, it's, you know, like it, it, it very much, it's not poor Amazon. It's like poor us because we're not going to get this stuff because they're not happy with their purchases. So Corpo is going to, I hope all of you out there that are streamers, if you watch this show, like, I hope you're putting away gold, like fucking Ron Swanson, like just burying it all (laughs) over in different places. So you have something to fall back on because I'm, I've been ready for this. Like I've been a doomsday prepper on Twitch for 10 years. I've been saying the end is nigh and I'm going to be right. So wait, wait, are you going to start right one of these days? We got a prepper. Yeah, I know. He's going to start selling us like for the low price of $24 a month. I will give you 2,400 calories per day in your thing. 25 year shelf life. Buy gold because the economy is going to collapse. That's the only thing that's going to keep your portfolio looking good. Oh, my Lord, man. <laughs> Might be good. Might be good. Do it. I think that's kind of everything out of uh, TwitchCon Paris, apart from like the, the different shows and, and everything that they were in. Um, I don't know. Did you guys see anything else over the, the past 48 hours? I, I want to say the closing ceremony has already happened. Um, so I, I don't think there was any is it already announcements over? there. I mean, it would be what, like 8 PM two days or three days. I think it's two. Barry, what time is it? Yeah. Barry, you <laughs> still watching? Is it done? Bar- Barry's in Paris. Uh, for those, uh, curious why we're asking him. <laughs> he doesn't just know all. I mean, he does, I mean, he does kind of know all, time, but yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say. <laughs> he does kind of know all it's, it's eight twenty-eight, two days. Yeah, it's it's probably over. If it was not, only two days. Okay. If not being close to being done. Um I really oh. wanna I really wanna know from Barry like how because he was on the show floor, he was he was talking with people and doing that stuff. I want to know like how busy it was. Because he's been to every TwitchCon, I think, at this point. Um kind of curious what his thoughts on it are. Also, uh what you posted, JP. I, yeah, let's absolutely talk about that. Cool. Uh, yeah, well, big. let's use that and uh, dive into it. Uh, this was the 3rd of July, uh, so maybe Monday. About a week ago. Yeah, about a week ago. Uh, Kick.com, the uh, the big streaming competitor, uh, picked up XQC for $100 million, a bunch of other streamers as well uh, for lots of money. Um, they have added content filters uh, onto their website. Uh, you can enable them in their settings. The two content preferences are simple checkboxes. Uh, the first one being hide pools, hot tubs, and bikinis. And the second one being hide slots and casino. And those are opt-in, not opt-out. So you have to right. opt-in to hide those. It's not by um, default. Uh, I have my thoughts on this i'm curious uh is to your thoughts so i can temper my thoughts to not cause a shitstorm. <laughs> okay uh I, I think they should have a button that says show only oh okay <laughs> i like that so basically you know how it is now so it's here 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 are my thoughts on this kick 
everyone knows is Stake Made Kick. Yeah. Stake is the giant gambling faceless organization that's just literally funding it and pumping money into it. I think that Kick has said some pretty important things recently for people that are concerned about that. First, it came out that they claim that XQC's the biggest contract they have does not involve any gambling. Right. I think is interesting if that's true. Uh, second of all, funny enough, it came out later that another person who went over there actually did have contracted gambling in his contract. So, you know, it kind of balances out there a little bit. Um, then they announced verbatim um, that they, um, oh, oh, what was it? It was before, it was the big announcement before this one about uh, stake, how they, how they were not going to be, uh, oh yeah, that's right. They weren't going to start running gambling ads on there. So they weren't they weren't going to start For running stake. any stake related ads ads. Yeah. They were going to keep that separate, which I think a lot of people, including myself, kind of raised an eyebrow because there was definitely a part of me who always thought that the plan was to get a whole bunch of viewers there and then basically pummel them with gambling ads. I'm gonna be real, I thought that was one of the reasons they were they were making it. And then they come out with this to hide slots and nudity. Now, because it's opt-in, that means that very few people are going to use it. Let's be real. If it were opt-out, I think it'd be a lot more impressive. But what I, what I think is it looks like they're taking baby steps in trying to distance themselves as much as possible from stake. Yeah. And what I'm interested in is how far they're going to go with that. Like, is it actually get, going to get to a point where they've taken enough steps away from stake where... Maybe advertisers pick up and start advertising. All of a sudden, Kick is actually supporting itself. Stake stops funding them. And then we actually have a Twitch competitor <laughs> that came from not maybe the best place. But it's like, art, like we keep seeing them take more and more steps away from Stake. And will it actually get to a... And maybe at that point, they're like, you know what? Sorry, Aiden. Like, your time here is done. Like, we're actually going to become a legitimate platform. You know, like the Aidens and, the, and all that kind of stuff get kicked off. Yeah. Like, I wonder, I wonder how far they're going to really try to take this. Um, and it's going to be, they, they have no question started moving that direction. So I think I speak for many people when I'm saying, when I'm thinking like, how, how far are you going to go with this man? Like, how serious are you about this? Essentially, you're clearly trying to change your public image. How far are you going to go with that? Right. And are you going to stick by it? P part of me looks at what they, with, with that announcement of adding those two things and, and like how much of that was fueled by the, like, we're sticking it to Twitch with this. That's where it was born from. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, that's, why the site exists. That, that it just seemed so much of what is. I think placating is the word I want to use. Like it was just like, hey guys, look at us. We're we're doing it, guys. Everyone, look at we're doing it, guys. Everyone, yay, go us. <laughs> it's like, Buddy, come on, man. Indian. This motherfucker yeah. just did lines of cocaine live on air to sixteen thousand, and you're over here putting some fucking toggles on <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> not, wrong. not wrong, dude. What I mean, is not this wrong. shit? <laughs> it's so stupid. That's not wrong. That's, uh, that's specifically why I said the word baby in front of step. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. little things. It's little, little placations, little stuff here and there. Um, you know, will they, what, hell, maybe that's going to be all we see from them. Um, but I mean, it's, you're, you're absolutely right. The entire platform was born from sticking it to Twitch. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. It was. So it was, yeah. it's, it, and right now that there's no way it's profitable. Absolutely no, no way. It's, it's hundred percent supported by, by the way, for those that were thinking I was saying steak, like the food, I'm talking about steak, S T A K E, the gambling website. Yeah. And yeah, not, not like delicious 
meat. Um, so mm. it's I'd go it's to that streaming oh, platform. I would. Oh God! <laughs> if if there was a streaming platform supported by actual steak, like Ooh. delicious meat steak, I would I would stream on that platform. I'm sorry. Pretty good. I would go for big steak. Anyway, <sighs> moving on. Um, <laughs> now that I'm hungry. Yeah. But yeah. So right right now, um, the the only the only thing that that Kit could really do is they're obviously not going to make any money on subs, and they have pledged to stick to their 95 five split. And they're never, I mean, they have a drop in the bucket of the amount of Twitch subs that actually exist. There's no way that would cover operating costs. Yeah. They'd have to get advertisers, which they have said is coming. They've said advertisers are coming. <laughs> um, but of course, we have to actually see that. Yeah, that, I think, I feel like I think, that's someone in the room. Advertisers are coming. Right? Right, guys? I know, I know, I know. And here's the thing, here's the thing about that. When you say advertisers are coming, but your site has been running for months without advertisers and you're paying the bill the entire time. It's kind of like, so <laughs> why aren't they here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, like what, why, why are they not here? If they're like your mod check advertisers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little strange. So, um, but yeah, we'll have to, and also it's going to be very interesting because one of the, one of the reasons I think that a lot of people keep, shouting kick from the rooftops those that do it's because there are no ads on the platform they don't have to watch ads so what's going to happen all of a sudden when, when kick starts on. running ads like oh. a lot a, a huge probably double digit percentage of kick viewers are going to be like nope this uh don't care that much like ads suck and i want nothing to do with this like it's gonna it's gonna be um it's gonna be a thing for sure and then there's all sorts of questions how are they going to implement them are streamers going to get cuts of those too because like, are you going to give really streamers a 95, five split and then a percentage of ad cuts on top of that? Like, you know, and then how much, then how much money are you going to be making to run your service? Like so many unknowns and questions about this. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. Yeah. Also, how are our advertisers going to feel about the fact that they can turn off parts of the website via checkboxes? Is that a good or bad thing? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's lots of questions. Lots of questions. I guess it depends on the advertisers in a lot of ways. Somebody, uh, somebody just said Amazon Prime, except it's using the state gambling platform instead. <laughs> so what? Like you do one slot and you get the support. Yeah, like do one slot and get a free kick sub. Oh no! Oh jeez! Oh no! Oh, if you sign up for the state club card or whatever, like, do they have a do they have a subscription have. service on stake? I don't know. But I don't I, know. I know I've most never casinos have website. a card. Like have a membership card. It would be stake prime. And you slide in even, and shit. I bet you they'd even call it stake prime if they did that. Just That's to stick it to good. Twitch even more. Probably. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Medium, <laughs> medium rare stake. And then, oh, you know what would be even wilder if they did that? That would make every single streamer an advertisement for stake. Because they would be saying like, oh, do you have your stake prime subs? Oh, what's stake? Well, stake is this website you can go to. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Sorry, I'm loading the website. I like how when you load the website, Drake is just all over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the music, the music thing. Just, Drake is on stake. Yeah, Drake, Drake and stake. Oh, uh, what is he gonna make? Drake, Drake is getting. Drake was on. Oh wow, really? Thanks, A lake. Thanks, Doctor Zekus. Um, so, <laughs> so Z, uh, Drake was on kick. Yeah, he's giving sponsored. out subs to other streamers. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was playing stake on kick yeah yeah so he is like like that he is bought 
bought and paid for. Like he is a man, a man of the stake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is in, I mean, in the pocket. It's no different than uh, you know all the people that are sponsored by DraftKings that are on Amazon and even on Twitch. Like it's it's all over. It's 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 unregulated. That's that's the thing. It's unregulated. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> the gambling stuff. Have is a everywhere. little have a little decency. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Helium Co. Um, sure. We'll see. We'll see what happens with all that. Uh, did you guys see that the Rainbow Six cheater that got banned 80 times and then swatted the Ubisoft Montreal offices got three years in prison? Whoa. How do you get banned 80 times? I don't know. I guess he kept making a new account or something. But yeah, he's uh, he, got, he got three years in uh, allegedly wow. more than 80 times. Um, according to a uh, a Polygon article, actually kind of impressive. Like that's you got to have some dedication. Yeah, like my lord, dude. Yeah, you my got lord. Uh, you got three years. Oh, sorry, sorry, three years of community service. A little different than uh, than than. Oh, no jail time. Yeah, three years of community service from Paris Court. Mm. That, yeah, I mean. I think uh, the three of us would have a little bit of bias uh, in terms of saying that might not be enough, but I guess consequences mm, wow. are always good for that type of shit. Uh, is is all I will say on that uh, that matter. Yeah, um, that was some mm-hmm. of the the bigger uh, the bigger news. Uh, okay, I'm I I have I gotta ask. I was a okay. bear fucking a vampire this past week ah, on my social feed. We bring what, was go- what was Be- going on? Because players' choice, JP, respect it. Yeah? For the record, chat is the one, well, chat and Jesse Cox are the ones that made that happen. Okay. Made it happen. Made what happen? What part of it? Like, made it know. popular or, or, like, spread the, or... Jesse Cox dropped into my channel after it happened. Okay. My okay. Channel. He was he was okay. in the audience. He dropped okay. into my channel and basically said something along the lines of, you all can thank me for that scene. And I PM'd <laughs> him and I said, what exactly, in all caps, did you mean uh-huh. by that comment, Jesse? And he sent me a smiling face with horns. Okay. He he was involved in the motion cap, I think is you, what he means. I'm pretty sure he motioned oh. He might have been. I, there. Think, okay. I think Jesse mocapped the bear. Um, okay. I know I mocapped the squirrel. Uh, we did. We did nine takes of me dropping that nut. There you go. Um, I think they went with a good one. Yeah. But it it was. Uh, I I'm I I don't know. I think I. Real talk. Real talk. It was. Uh, um, Combined effort. It was. It was chat led. Chat okay. drove them to that moment. But Sven, we all know you knew what was going to happen when you put that scene up there. <laughs> so so chat led them to that moment. Um, and I'm pretty sure at one point a like somebody in the audience was yelling for them to select an option, and I and I wonder if that was Jesse. Like, might have been. like pick number one, like that's the bear. Um, so I I yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah. Anyway, TLDR, they, the the Bethesda, the uh, Bethesda Baldur's Gate three show was essentially um showing player choice. It was a love scene between the vampire and the druid, and the druid got excited and became a bear. And, and then, and then went back to human form and was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. When I get excited, sometimes I shape shift uncontrollably. I'm so sorry. And then chat chose 
to respond as a vampire. No, that's cool. You do your thing. And then the bear said some very lewd lines in response to that um, about things being larger in bear form, et cetera, et cetera. And then they leaked out the rest. Funny story. They were also live on TikTok during this, and TikTok has banned Larian Studios from their platform. China don't want that oh, vampire bear fornication. No fornicating <laughs> over there. <laughs> sure. Dude, and the like if anybody's getting like people are getting outraged or I don't I don't even know outraged. Grossed out, whatever, whatever you're getting, like <laughs> the negative feelings out. you're getting for this, like it means you probably have never played a tabletop role playing game in your life because <laughs> Correction, correction. You probably shit never happens, played dude. You've never played a role-playing tabletop game with Zeke. Yes. I yeah. would argue that weird shit happens at every table. With Zeke. At least once. The majority until, of the, until the rules are, until the mm-hmm. DM's like, let's not do that again. I didn't enjoy that. Or so funny enough. Like, let's not do that again. I didn't enjoy that. There, there have been um, multiple uh, public outcries. Uh, specifically there's, there was a person that was like, I am refunding my pre-order. I'm not okay with this. Really? Like this is over the line. There's, there's been a few of those. Um, however, I think it is important to, to point out that I, I believe that now they have recruited most likely an army of furries. Ah, um, and also yeah. I believe there was, uh, at least one person in the Southeast United States that was like, wait, I can a bear. <laughs> What's a computer and how do I get one? Yeah. Yeah, he needs it. <laughs> or a PS5. That that's that's uh, you know. <laughs> oh God! What? Uh, but um, aside so from the it, bear fucking, what else did they show at this whole thing? Like, the, oh, tons of stuff. Yeah. So, oh man, I will say, I will say, one thing that was super unfortunate is they had serious tech issues. Um, the the game was running at like 15 FPS for the majority of Ooh. the of the show, which sucks when it's like your last big showcase. They kind of got it working at the end, but it never really looked great. Oh, that's uh, but no, they went over all sorts of things. They went over, um, you're going to be able to respec. There's multi-classing. They went over the, the, the difficulties. There's, there's a story difficulty, a normal difficulty and tactician. And in tactician, they didn't just make enemies have more stats. They actually changed. Like they went back through all the encounters and changed them. So like some of them now have like explosive barrels, or maybe they gave oh, like wow. scrolls or at one point they were like, yeah, maybe we gave an owl bear a grenade. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? Um, don't do that, please. But yeah, so that was, they, they covered all sorts of fun things. They announced the Dragonborn race, which looks oh, incredible. Nice. Okay. They went over the new character customization stuff, which all looks fantastic. They talked about the monk a little bit. Um, just, oh, I'm sorry, Bugbear, not Owlbear. Thank you. Bugbear, not Owlbear. Uh, split screen multiplayer, which is super cool as well. Uh, went over like- Is that console only or is that everything? I don't know, to be honest. I don't think so. Okay. Um, there's a new, there, okay, so this is cool. There's an origin called the Dark Urge. Yeah. And when in, in most origin stuff from Larian, you can either have an origin character in your party or play an origin character. If you play an origin character, you're race locked, you're class locked most of the time. Uh, you have like a whole backstory, that character has motivations, that kind of thing. Well, now there's an origin story called the Dark Urge and you can play any race or class with it. And what it does is it's kind of like this evil malicious spirit that lives in your head and you randomly get like dialogue options and stuff to enact on it. So what they showed, for instance, is in, in the main game, like this portal, you're run, you're walking down the road and this portal appears and this guy puts his hand out and you can grab the hand and help pull the guy out. And that's one of the origin characters. His name is a, a gauge or something. He's, he's like a wizard guy. Gale. His name's Gale. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they showed the dark urge. And when the hand came out of the portal, the guy that was playing dark urge walks up and it's like, 
the very first option was like envisioning ripping this hand from its stem. And then the guy clicked it. And it, and of course, Amelia Tyler in all of her amazing glory, then narrates this thing where it's like, you lean back and envision ripping this hand from its stub, blood splattering all over the place. You come back to reality to realize you enacted on your dream and you actually get the hand of this character. And the guy is like, Oh God, what have you done? And the portal disappears. (laughs) Shit. That's cool. And you get his hand in your inventory. (laughs) So apparently like now what's, what's super cool. And and I'm going to put up my, my spoiler hand for a second. This is a Baldur's one and gate two spoiler. Okay. There's a, the whole, a big thing about Baldur's gate one and two is that you're this thing called a all spawn, which is essentially like the, 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 unholy union slash son of one of these dark, dark gods. Okay. That's like a big theme in the first two games. And a lot of people are thinking that that origin story might actually be this game's version of that. So you can, you can be the same type of character that was in one and two, like as your own design character in this game. That's that turns out to be the case. That is freaking awesome. Yeah. That's, Um, and they even said like, even though you're getting all these dark urges and dark emotions, you don't have to play bad. Like you can ignore them. You can wrestle with them. There's like this whole thing about it. So I will say, I think it'd be very fun to do like a, a dark slash evil playthrough where you force yourself to give in to the urge give at all the times. Urge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd kind of guarantee this, this very creatively dark playthrough from the looks of it. But That's yeah, awesome. all, all in all, it was the last, uh, it was the last panel from hell and it, they did a great job and uh, it was, it was really, really cool. And of course they've announced the game now comes out at the end of September, which is just mind-blowingly amazing so yeah, end of july yes yeah <laughs> end of july right. yeah I had to, oh I had and to the, yeah the respec stuff is huge so is it is that they, full they said, respec like full class full race respect. they said yeah so it? what they did is they they talked about the respecking because they were talking about multi-classing and they wanted to give people the freedom to be able to like try stuff and see what works they straight up said like multi-classing will be in the game and you will be able to make it multi-class that essentially sucks because ah. sometimes things just don't work well together. So we're going to let you try that and then respec when you want to do that. Now, of course, I don't think they went into the exact mechanics of how they're going to allow that. Okay. Um, like, I don't know if you just talk to a person in your camp and I don't know if it's free, like maybe it goes up a little bit or costs something, but they did specifically say that you'd be able to respec your entire character. Yep. Cool. Okay. That's great. That's great. And I would assume somebody said, what about stats? I would assume that means stats as well as, as obviously, you know, if you started as a warrior strength stats and you want to respect as a mage kind of counterproductive if you couldn't change your stats as well cool okay uh well i i don't have a, an actual date to announce but i shared with you yesterday we'll probably have spin on before the game launches whenever that is um Which well, is, sorry whenever got, that happens got like two we weeks two or three yeah. weeks yeah um uh, but he'll he'll be coming on i was i was talking with him yesterday so we'll uh we'll have that happen uh in the next two slash I don't think they'd want to come on the 30th because the game launches <laughs> very next day and early. If that actually I would say, happens, I'd be surprised. It's but a little maybe. soon, but I, w- I would shoot for next week if you could. Like, they're yeah, going to need as yeah. much time as they can get Like yeah. as soon as we get close to release. So we'll see what happens. Uh, cool. That's uh, the Baldur's Gate 3 stuff. Uh, what else happened this past week? Oh, I okay. I Yuji Naka <laughs> got sentenced to two and a half years in prison. And four years probation, as well as fines of two million and one hundred and seventy-one million yen. Okay, so he—that's a thing that happens. Eugene, the Rainbow Six guy? Uh, no, no, no. Eugenaka is uh, the Sonic guy. 
the that was in Japan that got uh, that like the co-creator oh, of Sonic. Oh, the copyright guy. Yeah, the Sega guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Balan Wonderland, bro. Oh. Yeah. Ouch. Dang. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where if you get basically, if you go to court in Japan, you're, get, you're guilty. You're guilty. Yeah. <laughs> like, play judgment. If you haven't played judgment, play judgment. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal uh, over there. The convic- conviction rates are incredibly, incredibly high. Um, ninety-seven percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JP, if if you would, for people that weren't here last week, do you want to give a super quick synopsis about what he did? Ooh, uh, I do not, because I don't want to get okay, it wrong. Let me. Uh, I was, was trying to toss you a ball. Uh, insider trading. <laughs> it was yeah. Uh, it was insider trading following a trial in Japan. Uh, according to IGN Japan, fifty-seven-year-old uh, Naka was found guilty of violating Japan's financial instruments. An exchange act for insider trading in connection with the development of a game for publisher Square Enix. Uh, following a trial held at the Tokyo District Court in July 7, 2023, Judge Madoka Haruta issued a two and a half year prison sentence uh, suspended for four years, as well as two fines of two million uh, yen, which is $14,000 approximately USD, and 170 million yen, uh, 1.1 million approximately. Uh, he was arrested in November for suspected insider trading relating to an investment made while working at Square Enix. He allegedly bought 10,000 shares in a uh, in the developer, or sorry, in developer aiming at a value of around $20,000 ahead of the announcement of the Dragon Quest Tact mobile game in partnership with Square Enix. Got it. Uh, so he he knew the game was basically going to be announced with a company and bought the shares at a very low price. And he was found guilty for that. And I was going to prison for two and a half years. What uh, Overwatch Two won't be getting any more PVE story missions until at least twenty twenty four. That's a headline that is funny. <laughs> didn't they, didn't they <laughs> just put out like some PVE stuff or say what the fuck is going on with Overwatch? <laughs> is anyone playing that? How like has anyone done any of that? The headline secretly means uh, Overwatch Two is dead. Probably. Thought they canceled, they canceled PVE? the PVE stuff. They canceled. They they did announce a huge PVE component, and they have since let's say walked that back significantly in saying that what they said was going to happen is not going to happen, and God. instead they're going to do like these little seasonal event kind of things. So yeah, essentially it has been canceled. Yes. What a what a mess. Well, we can use that and and jump into the Diablo uh, event stream for season oh, yeah. one that happened um what is season one of diablo 4 co what is happening season one there? of diablo is this new kind of uh demon gem system where essentially they're going to start making it so sockets on gear are different types of like infested sockets like okay. they have they're going to be different colors and you'll be able to slot in these hearts that you get from enemies that then add passives and interesting things to your character via those means got it. that is going to be the big kind of hook yeah. Uh, I think it's called mal something. Chat can help me out here. Malignant um, tunnel is what I'm saying. Malignant. Yes. Yes. And, and he, and, um, a man attributed that to his butt at some point also just thought you should know that. Um, yeah. Malignant. There we go. Great. Ma- maligma. What's maligma? Uh, anyway, so it's, it's <laughs> that's a great one. So that's, that's the main thing. They also talked more about the, um, the uh, season, the, not the season, not the season pass. What well, kind of the season pass? The the se- the battle pass kind of thing. Uh, one thing that is kind of cool that I certainly didn't know about is you're going to be adding aspects to the progression. 
of the season pass thing. So as you actually do more and accomplish more in your character, you're going to unlock aspects that you can then put on your gear, which is kind of cool. Aspects are the same thing you get from dungeons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And they're going to be adding more of those in the season as well, which is cool. Um, they did talk more about how Renown is going to work. It's not. I think they had pretty much already announced this, but Renown is basically going to be uh, your... You're going to have to, after a certain date, you're going to have to log in your character one time or all of your characters that have the most progress in the different areas. And when you log in your character after this certain date, which I want to say is the 18th, then it will then add that character to your account's total progress. And moving forward, that will always be unlocked in your renown for seasons and things moving forward. Cool. So they did say that to move from the old to the new system, you will have to log that in. So it's hardcore players are finding out like don't die until the 18th (laughs) um oh god okay but yeah you will have to log basically if you have like one character that has 30 lila statues and one character who's who's found who's exposed the entire map you'll want to log both those characters in after the 18th and it will combine all their progress into your account so you know that's that's how it's going to work so just that's they they established that which is cool um there there will be like i believe there's going to be like an adventure mode kind of dealy which is which is good as well um, and yeah, they went over some of the premium stuff, the, the paid stuff. Now, one thing that I personally didn't like, I think some people said that they actually did like this. I'm going to go ahead and say I was not in this camp. They did decide that these, these campfire chats are going to involve. Yeah, I know. Right. I fuck that. How like that What a fucking meme. Like it's just a massive beep. It's really, really most, hard. Yeah. No, no, it's always the most expensive thing is the best value. <laughs> you know so that, right? Like, of course, always. It's the best um, value. They oh, they did bookend the devs the, the the fireside chat with basically like the beginning was like fifteen to twenty minutes of Diablo Immortal. Oh, and then really? during the, the Q and N session at the end, they brought back the Immortal devs to like answer some questions about Immortal. Personally, I hated that. I, I think huh. I think um, I think people that play Immortal fall, or people that know about Immortal fall into two categories: either they play it or they absolutely hate it and don't want to hear about it ever again for any reason at any <laughs> source or point of view. Sure. So it, it's a little bit weird that they're trying to like jam those together for these. Uh, chat was going obviously crazy during the Immortal part about Wait. how terrible it was and how much it sucked. And so that new yeah. class that was announced—that's for Immortal. Yes. Oh my God. I saw that on Twitter and I was like, Hey, we're getting a new class. That's fucking You're not exciting. getting a new class for That's free. So Are cool. you crazy? No, they, they actually made a point oh, to mention that they have not announced man. any classes for D4. Nope. That is a hundred percent an immortal class. Yeah. Man. Even I saw like five seconds of the cutscene. I was like, this looks cool. as This is great. We're getting a new class. So yep. quick, man. No, absolutely not. No, but Hey, you can always play immortal if you wanted to play it. I wonder how many people, let me, let's see. How, how is Immortal doing? Oh, it's, it's doing great. Is it? It's still make it. It's doing well enough for them to put it at the front of their freaking fireside. Like, oh my God, dude, I'm sure, I'm sure it's making them tons of money. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I'm just, I'm, I would be more, I would be baffled if it wasn't like one of their most money-making projects right now. Uh, this is, how old is this? June 20th. Came out and said uh, Diablo Immortal has made $525 million in its first year. Uh, it earned 22 million downloads worldwide, according to data.ai. Uh, China is reported the largest market for Immortal with 37% of revenue generated in this region. The United States is also significantly contributing to the growth, making up around 24% of total revenue. 
And obviously the point of the fireside was they want to expose as many possible players as they can to Immortal. To, so yeah, to download money, it, yeah. Which, which, you know, makes sense. But you got two weeks I of downtime here. Go play Immortal. You got a whole game to play on your phone. Pretty it's much. Diablo on the go. Also, And look, we money. just gave you this free new class you There's can go play There's a brand new with. class Absolutely. you can jump in and play. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. So. Marketing. Um, but that being that being said, I, I will say I, I still enjoyed watching the fireside. It is It is nice. The informal unprofessional like it, it it it's nice it's a nice change of pace from like the very pr heavy kind of events and um they did give good information on season of the malignant which is their next one and uh yeah i mean it's it's still it's still they make it they make it fun to watch they make it fun to watch they're pretty chill about it i saw i'm trying to see where this uh opinion piece came from i Maybe it was Polygon, or maybe it was kind of funny. Oh, put out a video. Wait, did they officially say that? Say what? Uh, Rex in my channel says it was a dev update, not a fireside. So that was a that was not a okay. I I yeah, they they have some naming uh, yeah. aspects. Sorry, the the one prior to was the fireside, but this was the dev update. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> um, Which was it, basically the same thing as the fireside. It's the same thing. It's just a different moniker. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Essentially, the opinion piece was the way that I took it as a PoE player was non-PoE players being exposed to the PoE seasonal update and then posing the question, am I going to re-level again with this new update and start from scratch or am I just going to skip the season? And I was like, hey, I've, I've seen that conversation before. I know that whole process. Uh, and so I'm now curious, like, are you going to jump back in with this new season and start leveling all over again from one as someone who played a lot of Diablo four, I, th- I think I asked you a while back, uh, the same question. You said no, uh, pretty emphatically. If I recall, did what you see from the announcement change at all? I will say that I, it's funny because I do like the main story and it, they're, they're essentially POEing the game, um, yeah. except with the option to skip the main story. I think that I probably will play it a little bit to see how impactful the gem stuff is. Uh, also, apparently, they have, as they have termed themselves, a super chunky patch that is also coming with the first oh, like season. Balance so maybe patch? they'll make some changes. Yeah, okay. uh, just patch, just patch in general. Oh, cool. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll log in and say that or see that. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't like. It's weird because I don't. I certainly wouldn't have the same goals that I had the first time I played. Um. So. I'm not really sure. Like, I will, I will say I would have been a lot more interested in this if they would have announced, like, yeah, there's a bunch of new world bosses to fight at high level, or we're adding a new endgame mechanic, or, you know, like, the, the stuff they've actually announced, or they say they do say battle a new boss there at the bottom, um, which I, I don't know if they talked about the new boss. Uh, Let's but, see. But oh, I will here. say that one, one thing that was... Um, Barshan the Consumed, that's it. Yeah, one thing that kind of made me lose interest in 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 the base Diablo game was that I got towards the end game, did everything in the end game multiple times, and I was just kind of like, and and I was I stopped setting goals. That's that's when I know I'm running out of steam in a game is when I no longer have a long term goal. And I will say that from this outside of the quest line, which I will probably do the new quest line. There's a they introduce a new character. That stuff seems like it could be cool. Like, I'm sure it's not going to be the same length as a base game, but I will at least do the new quest line. Uh, unless they kind of lead that into some new interesting endgame thing that has, like, you know, a place to go. 
to the end. I, I just don't know what would keep me playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have any new goals to set outside of maybe if I'm really enjoying my class and there's a specific build that I, I want to realize or something. Uh, I don't even know what class I'm going to play yet. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm uh, so interested to see what happens when you take like the, the path of exile formula in terms of seasonal content and whatnot and expose that to the Diablo player base that has never been exposed to that before. Like, are they going to immediately jump back in and want to relevel something new? Or is it just going to be like, well, I don't want to do any of this again. I've already done this. Give me my character that exists. That's powerful. Cause I've already created that character and he's power. I don't want to do this all over well, again. Well, I mean, D three had seasons. Yeah, funny. but it's not necessarily the same, was it? Like, I, I didn't play much D3 in seasonal content. Was it the same style of content in I terms of what period I think I think if you were to say it were a, if it was a blueprint for what D4 is doing, I think that that would, you know, it's... it's That's safe to say? Okay. They're carrying it over. Yeah. Got it. Except, as some people in chat are saying... It's 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 the same between the two games, but D threes were like smaller versions of POE. That's what I expansions. always thought. Yeah, that's that's yeah. not not. I mean, they still had the similar stuff, but I don't think they were quite just on the scope. Got it. I also think too that player weight or player base wise, uh, season one of Diablo three was pretty tarnished because like the real money auction house and everything existed, where this game has been a fairly successful launch across the board, um, mm-hmm. and POE exists now, right? So there's an alternative. Uh, on the other side of things, I'm also excited for PoE to probably have their biggest season of all time uh, whenever they announce their new season because of how successful Diablo 4 was. <laughs> and now there's going to be like and we competition. And we got UE2 stuff around the corner. People getting excited, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to launch this on ExileCon Weekend, which is the 28th. Uh, but it's coming out. Yeah, a lot of weekend people, before trying to get a get a leg up. Exactly. I got to say this, and this this is something I'm. I don't think they're doing this, and it blows my mind. They're not. Like, how is Poe not doing seasons even now? Where it's like, if you accomplish these goals in the season, then we'll unlock these cosmetics for you in for Poe, POE too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, everything I, carries like that over, would, that right? Would, so it. it it does, but like they could, t- they, 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 they could, they love their FOMO. Like yeah. They could, they yeah, yeah. like, like time limited stuff and stuff. Like I, I just, if they want to, in- if they wanted to inflate their numbers for their, for their, their, they could uh, lean their into that right marketing. Now. Oh yeah. God. Oh God. It would be ridiculous. I know Chad is going, no, oh, wait, 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 time out, time out. Chad is saying they are doing that. Well, the seasonal challenge stuff always carries over. It wait, all no, yeah, I'm not talking about general challenges. Yeah. I'm talking about stuff. That is that is season specific that would be available in POE two specifically. So I, I realize that all if I'm if I'm not wrong here, every cosmetic you open in POE carries over to POE two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So you know they could like make some really fancy nice ones that are designed for like POE two, POT POT uh, POE two's engine and stuff. You know, like super super nice ones and really promote them kind of thing. Yeah. Put the market. They've done anything like that. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. Uh, that's coming up, uh, later this month though, with the, the exile con stuff. Uh, I think I, for PoE2. I think most people are waiting for PoE2. That's the thing. 28th and 29th. Yeah. Probably Armageddon, a beta are. date during exile con. Isn't that the big I mean, rumor or I don't check off fill me in, uh, on if that's the case we are. Okay. That's the rumor. Maybe we are slash maybe is what I'm seeing. 
so that's cool. I, I like competition in that space. It would have been uh, very interesting if that launched the day prior to ExileCon, though, which I think everyone thought they were going to do. Uh, what else news-wise? Street Fighter VI sold 2 million copies. Uh, before you think that's all, that is massively successful for a fighting game. That is crazy numbers for a fighting game uh, to have 2 million copies uh, this quick out of the <laughs> gate. Uh, so huge. Are fighting games, like, like, are they on a high note right now? Or are they... Yes. Like, as far as people the playing fight, fighting this, this is like the, the golden age of fighting games. Like, people are... Really? Okay. They're having... Okay. Yeah, you've got Street Fighter... Uh, you've got Tekken eight coming up. You got Mortal Kombat, even though that was kind of a, uh, it wasn't the greatest, uh, like closed beta thing that they had, but they're going to try and fix it. That's coming out soon. Uh, they're doing good. Fighting gamers are, are very pleased and Evo's coming up. I think Evo's next month. Um, and they announced that they had like record numbers of people for street fighter signups. I think. They tweeted a gif of like uh, the like Vegeta Napa meme of like over 9,000. So that means they had over 9,000 people sign up for the Street Fighter 6 tournament, which is insane because that means 9,000 people go through a tournament in three days time. And that's like, that's just stupid. That's crazy that that's how many people are going through that tournament. 9,000 people are going to be whittled down to a single top eight to happen on the final. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And Capcom offering up a million dollars for first place kind of is that, the reason why. With with that many matches, I mean, is that, like, I don't know how fatiguing it is. I'm sure it is. Oh, it's a nightmare, like, dude. It, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I would imagine, like, even, like, the 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 most skilled players after you know fucking fighting their way through nine thousand people holy shit yeah i i don't know much about like the tournament format i want to say they started off in like group play and then that whittles down like a pretty sizable chunk and i don't know where they start round of at if it's like round of 128 or 256 or what um Mm -hmm. but it's all like pool or group play initially and it's it's a crazy amount 100 percent stamina comes into play uh, cause you're going to be starting your, your tournament play at like 7am or 6am every morning in yeah. Vegas. Fuck that. <laughs> right? like that is, but you sucks. gotta think like, I mean, I, they're probably like, that's probably what they do all day, every day anyways. Right. They, like, they do play a lot of 10 hours. They yeah. just, you just, yeah, you just fucking do that anyway. So like, this is yeah. probably nothing new. I didn't even think about that. You know, it's yeah. Yeah, I'm wrong. Uh, anything else? Oh, uh, we we did talk Final Fantasy 16. Have either of you played with that patch yet? Co, I think you finished the game before the patch came out, right? Did you finish the day yes, of the patch? The day before. Oh, oh my god! I, I kept. I the nice thing about not finishing the game yet is like, hey, maybe I'll get that patch. I got it. Even though I have like uh, ten hours left or five hours left. I've heard. I've heard good things. Yeah. Okay. Patch, sorry, patch for what game? Uh, for 16, for Final Fantasy 16. They're, they removed oh, okay. motion blur. Or it's a motion blur slider. Motion blur slider. Uh, they changed some of the, the button configuration options. I think they added three more. Cool. Apparently one of them is the one I was looking for. Oh, um, really? So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I, I actually did check it out. Like I played a little bit of it with the, with the slider and stuff, and it does make a difference. Yep. But for some reason, like, 
man, it, it, like, am I am I just like playing it on too big of a TV or playing with it too close? But it's so busy. Like every time you're doing something actiony, it's so fucking super busy. <clears throat> yeah, is that I, is that true? I like, think that's just yeah, correct. Okay, <laughs> I I a hundred percent correct. Yeah, depending yeah. on what abilities you're using, that game becomes very uh, confetti like, especially on stream. Yes. Yeah, no, like fighting it, it's like trying to it's it's like trying to peek through like a fireworks display, figure out like I was actually talking about this, like that's you know, one of the RPG things, like part of the discussion was like how do what do I think of Final Fantasy sixteen and if it, it just I want it to feel more precise when you're battling than it does because if it like I wanna be able to know when a perfect dodge is coming, but I have to look through, you know, a sparkler to see if someone's going to attack me. <laughs> Someone's just holding like... And it's rough. Yeah, it's like, like okay, attacking. Okay, we're good. Nope, I didn't dodge. Oh, I perfect dodged on accident. Oh, good. Yeah. There, there are a couple boss fights, not to say they're spoils, but oh my God, dude. The entire fight is just a pixel orgy. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. other way to say it. It's just like the whole fight is just graphics on graphics on graphics. So you can graphic while you graphic and just... <laughs> mess yeah there's there's a lot of that for sure uh zeke are you done with the game then have you stopped are you gonna try to finish it no i done with the game in the sense of like are you gonna put it down is what i'm trying to say don't worry about me if you're if you're like if you still want to do a spoiler cast because like go right ahead with you know whatever that answers that question yeah yeah, 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 (laughs) but honestly like i'll try to finish it this week yeah I did. I totally did. Like I, 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 I tried it. I tried to get into it, and I think it's just it's it's so much. Uh, it's like a so much movie, so much movie to watch. Like uh, on the, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it eases off, but like they really front load that shit with tons and tons of video, and I'm oh, like, yeah. this sucks. I want to play a game. I don't want to watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> The the thing that for me personally made it, and, and and we talked about this a lot during the playthrough. Um, it's a completely different experience when you're seeing all of that like well mo capped, well voice acted dialogue. It's a completely different experience watching it, as opposed to like selecting all the text options between every line. Because somebody asked during my Final Fantasy run, like, man, co. Like, isn't Baldur's Gate 3 going to be just like this? Isn't it going to, you know, if you're getting tired of this, because I said the exact same thing, Zeke, where it's just like sometimes when you have like a 10-minute conversation of two people talking, that's all they're doing. And it's like not all of it's even that interesting. It just, it's kind of tiring, right? You kind of start losing focus. And, and um, but no, I, I feel like it's going to be interesting to see if with the 174 hours of mocap cinematics in Baldur's Gate, um, if it's like that's going to make, a big difference being able to select all the text options but yeah i'll have to see man yeah i i, I think yeah, what you guys are saying is there are definitely uh comments i've seen about the game and, and i think i can't refute them right like you either like that or you don't <laughs> without question sure, yeah. it is that is the game it, it is very much like hey you're gonna watch a 10 minute cutscene now that's what's gonna happen so <laughs> Fair point from uh, Blissful Dan <laughs> says, Zeke, my brother in Christ, you played the entire of the Yakuza series. <laughs> and I, and I, that is true. I did play the entire Yakuza yeah, series. Yeah, but uh, like, but I come into the Yakuza games expecting that to be the point is the story. Like, yeah. that's why, like, the action takes a back seat 
to the story in the Yakuza games for me. Whereas Final Fantasy, I want, like, I, I prefer the game to take precedent over the story because the story in, in, in most, like, you know what? No, no, here, here's what I'll saying. say. Look, I, I'll say what you don't want to because I don't want, I think you don't maybe want to take the brunt of what chat might get upset at you for saying this. You're just yeah, more interested in Yakuza. You enjoy the story content more than you do Final Fantasy. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like you, yeah. you care what happens in Yakuza <laughs> for ten minutes of cutscenes. You don't give a shit about yeah, Final they, Fantasy. That's fine. Yeah, like it's it, it's cool. I, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I, that's that's a that's a good way to say it, rather than what I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say Final Fantasy is fucking stupid, and <laughs> anybody who likes it. Should should go like masturbate in the corner, all right? Because I don't want to hear your dumb comments. Okay, yeah. catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, you're you're allowed to dislike okay. and like things. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Just, just like I'm, right here. Yeah, I mean, like just any corner, any corner, any corner. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I like Zeke. I'm the complete opposite. I yeah. I tried to play Yakuza and I bounced off of it. But I stuck Absolutely. Final Fantasy. That's just interests are different. That's how it goes. And I think that's kind of like I, I've always said with Final Fantasy 16. If you enjoyed 14, you're really gonna like 16. Doesn't matter about the gameplay because the storytelling is like so similar in both those games. You're absolutely right. And I I had I have I slogged my way through the, the main story of 14 back when I, I did it. And I got to max level, and I was like, I felt like I climbed a mountain. I was like, okay, I'm done now. I don't need to do anything else. And I put it away and never picked it up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens. That's how it goes. It's it's weird. Yeah. Ever since you made the comparison, I actually, like, yeah, it's it's kind of weird how much more I was engaged with the filler content in Yakuza. Like, I, I definitely, I don't know why. I just, I find the characters much more dynamic there's a bit of like uh what's like, the word i don't like know spice to i think the yakuza content Maybe. where it's like fun whereas when in 16 it's kind of like man this is real depressing world right yeah it's pretty depressing world you want to hear some depressing shit yeah let's hear some depressing <laughs> shit well <laughs> i'm wrong. so depressed that some people over there in yakuza is like i've got some diapers you want to wear them yeah <laughs> right? those the two games are so different tonally uh yeah but, they really are but, but well to be fair though like it's interesting because there's no question and maybe this is why maybe this is kind of what i meant by dynamic without realizing it is there are those moments and that's a lot of the moments but there's also really serious really dark really heart tugged like like super exciting super endearing in yakuza, like, you mean? i feel I, yeah in yakuza yeah. i feel like it, it covers more of the gambit of emotion where I felt like Final Fantasy 16 kind of picked a few themes and just rode them into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that was like the theme. You got like heroism, depression, and and helplessness. And then like, let's go, you know? And, and where Yakuza games are all over the place. You never know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, or what's going to come out of what you're doing. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, it, it was still good. I still liked it. But uh, yeah, different flavors for sure. Different I, flavors of ice cream. I'm... Uh... Very interested in what happens uh, in about five months to hear those discussions of like where where once the dust has settled, people have finished Final Fantasy and like the community can take out the recency bias and like look back and see where it falls. 
that that's where I want to see the conversation be. Um, have, I haven't finished it yet. I will probably finish it this week, and then we'll start trying to figure I'm out also the podcast. Super interested at this point to see where they're going to go with the next one. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I am very, very interested. Very curious. Yeah, it's the franchise is an interesting place. It is. It is indeed. Uh, and there's also a fan fest at the end of uh, this month for 14. How long is that going to be, by the way? Fan fest? No, no, no. The next when Final Fantasy 17. They usually are what three to five years apart, Something like that. They're pretty. Yeah, yeah. It de- it depends on so much. It really yeah. does. Um, I would say that's probably a safe bet. Is three to five years? Yeah. Um, potentially wow, fifteen like, was seven years ago. Fifteen had so many fucking issues, though. That's true. That's true. Like yeah. it, it was the, the engine had issues and it sure. was just, it was just all over the place. There was like four games announced for like 15, right? When it was, it was just all over the place. We were kind of messy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it in terms of like quote unquote gaming news. Did either of you sign up for thread? Do you have a threads? A, thre- no. a thread account? I Not went yet. through my Instagram. Are you threaded? I don't know what the term is. I don't <laughs> I don't know what the verb is for I don't for that. have an Instagram account. So, yeah. and, and I don't own co-carnage on Instagram. So I just got it. I don't, okay. I don't follow anyone on Instagram. I don't use Instagram. So like for me, it's like people kept telling me like, why do you have one? It's so easy. I'm like, cause I'd have to set up an Instagram account. Yeah, calm it down there. Just, Zuck. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, for me, it's a bit more than that. And I just don't have an urge or really want, I heard a lot of people saying like, you can't curating your timeline is weird. It's a little weird. Like, yeah. There's, yeah, there's just a lot of, there's, there's a lot of not, it's not, it's not a direct Twitter replacement. It's a different thing. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll make one one day, but I'm certainly not in a rush. Yeah. It, uh, for me, it was a weird experience of, I don't know what the adjective or the descriptor for it would be, but it, it was a something, uh, when like I would, I, they got announced on Thursday, I think. And, uh, you know, all the, all the content creators, all the influencers as it were, uh, went over there and without even like announcing that they were on it had like a hundred thousand followers in minutes. Well, okay. So here's the thing: if you had an Instagram account, it, it I, I carried it over. Yeah. If you had if you had an Instagram account and you made a Threads account, then it would ping all of your Instagram followers. Hey, this dude's on Threads now. Oh. So okay. they they've connected all of their. their I didn't realize networks. it pings. Yeah. So it was the kind of thing. Just like I mean, if you scroll through Twitter now, you can sub to people on Twitter. If you scroll through Twitter and you see somebody sub to someone else's, they'll be like, "Hey, this dude that follows you just sub to this person." Yeah. It's like. But I wasn't following that. <laughs> it's just like they're just spider webbing it. So that's that's why you saw people. The bigger the Instagram, the more basically instant followers they get making threads. Yeah, that's why it was a little disingenuous of Zuckerberg to be like, "Yeah, we've got seventy million users in three days." It's like, yeah, because you're flagging every single person that uses your other networks to like. It, it's not yeah, really it's the same. All, as like, it, at that level, yeah, it's, it's all, like it's a all dick relative, measuring man. contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah, so yeah. Of course, he's just saying that to piss off Elon, who has now called him a cuck publicly as oh, of, uh, about an boy. hour ago. Yeah, so they're they're you know oh, having their little boy. 
I just saw a retweet of that picture. I honestly thought that was a joke. He actually did that shit because I don't. I won't go to his. I don't page. know. Maybe it was a troll. It, you know what? It's probably an AI generated tweet, and I fell for it. Okay. Deep fake. I, didn't he? I think it was. No, Elon. He probably. Hold on. Now I'm curious. I got to Google too because I saw something before <laughs> I say what it was. He has like a go-to uh, uh, name calling thing that he. <laughs> he Elon replies. People. Zuck is a cuck on his official <laughs> on Twitter. So, so what happens is somebody posted a screenshot of apparently he is Zuck on threads. Yeah. And Wendy's said, hey, Zuck, you should go to space just to really make him mad, lol. And Zuck then replied with a laughing emoji. So then Elon replied to that saying, Zuck is a cuck. And this is the world we live in. Oh, man. Okay. I love it. Personally. This is a weird it. timeline, isn't it? It's a little yeah, weird. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing. <clears throat> Watching billionaires fling shit. And, talking and if you about are saying the... based to any of the things I just said, you are part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What a, <clears throat> what a mess. Yeah. I, so I, I, I have a threads, <laughs> I guess is what you're supposed to say. I also have a blue sky and I was just sitting there two or three nights ago. Uh, and I had one of those like out of body moments where I'm sitting there staring at the lake, uh, watching a bunch of boats go by. And I'm just like, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> really I'm sorry. Don't. I'm sorry. Were you reading my Twitter? No, is like, that what okay, you said? I think it was last <laughs> night or the night before I was doing the exact same thing. I was looking at blue sky. I was looking at people tweeting at me to make yeah. threads so they could follow me there. And I was just sitting there and I was like, I don't know if I care enough to like <laughs> do one of these. I just, I don't, I don't want to rebuild. I, I don't, don't want to have yeah. to like figure out who to follow on there. I don't want to have to, to, to then monitor that and this. And like, I just, they need a social, I just don't okay. care. Here it is. They need a social aggregator is what they need. They need That's what, someone. We, yeah. Here's a, a billion <clears throat> dollar idea. Make an app that is a intermediary app so that I can go from Twitter and it'll collect everyone on threads or any other social media I want to go to and just follows the exact same people dude and ports everything over and it's just this one fucking click and that's that's make it social oh. media for boomers and it completely completely one up that make it so you can post in that app and it posts that it just to goes all to the everything. different social medias yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yep and so it, so you don't have to worry about any of that stuff it's oh even my even God. more more points if you can aggregate timelines of people you follow into one thing like yeah, someone just blew my mind no question they're making this already someone just blew my mind it's basically trillion for social media you remember trillion oh, yeah yeah trillion was awesome trillion dude. was fucking incredible yeah trillion just was bring, freaking awesome bring, bring that bring back trillion for social back. media absolutely yeah. absolutely and so i can have all my wait, messaging wait. systems in one so trillion app. For those who don't know, it was amazing because back in the day, just like we're seeing with social media, that happened with with basically like chat clients. So there was ICQ, there was AIM, there was MSN Messenger, there were all these different things. So this company named Trillion came along and they were like, okay, you sign into Trillion and then you connect all of your different messaging apps to Trillion and then they'll all show up in the same list just with a little icon next to them saying which one they're on and you can uh, just click on any of them and chat to them and it was amazing it was and great. it was awesome. It was fantastic. So, yeah. Had a of course, as somebody system. just pointed out, as somebody just pointed out today, all the companies are working actively against that kind of thing with this yeah. with these new API fees that they're coming out with. So, yeah. like any company that did that would have to pay thousands and tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands 
That's to be true. able to use all the API calls. And then that means that app would have to make money. So that means it'd have to have ads or you'd have to buy Here come the ads. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's throw some ads. On not that. really super feasible, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Anyways, that's, that's our threads. Twitter. I just squat. I just, every time that like a new one comes up, I just go over there and squat, make one post name. and say like, just, just go to my Twitter, dude. I'm not going <laughs> to post here. Yeah. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter. That's smart. Yeah. That's, Check me out on Mastodon threads and uh, Blue Sky and Blue Sky. Uh, what was the other one? What was the other one that was that was recent? Uh, I squatted there too. Mastodon? No, not Mastodon. The um, threads, Twitter, Mastodon, Hive. Blue Sky. Oh, hive. There we go. There we go. Hive. That was a flash in the pan, wasn't it? Oh man, yeah. that, that came and left like instantly. The wow. five people yeah. watching still on Hiver. They're going to buzz about going, it they're going bonkers what do you right do now? on hive like everything's got to have a verb now i don't know. they're gonna leave a honey butt <laughs> <laughs> i think that would be a great word for they called them, if they called them honey butts i might actually be using hive right now i think yeah, yeah. i think that wins the social I think there's media a real there's a real 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 chance there <laughs> i'm gonna go post a honey butt <laughs> <laughs> It needs that. It needs that noise too. Whenever you hit send on honey, but I like Twitter does the little uh, bird noise or whatever. Oh God! Uh, all right, I think that's Wait, it. Twitter has noise. That's it. Okay, yeah. that's it. Yeah, we Good solved God. it. You want you want the next big yes. idea for social media? You call it Snoot, and then they're called Boops. You boop it. Oh, when you, you favorite, that's snoot. a boop. That's all you do. You boop. No, no, you you boop. You boop on Snoot. Oh, that's how it works. Okay, you boop on Snoot. You're welcome right. to whoever makes millions off that idea. You're welcome. Uh, Dogecoin is the creator of Dogecoin is going to go boop on Snoop. That's going to be there. <laughs> That's right. What's a sniffa? Is that a follow? Do you sniffa is the best BTG sniff, emote? Sniffa? Oh, a sniff would be a favorite. Yeah. yeah a favorite. No, oh, yeah. it'd be a favorite. Okay. Yes. Make sure to sniffa and subscribe. Make What's sure the subscribe? <laughs> Make sure to sniffa my boop. <laughs> <laughs> This is stupid. What the fuck? This is so dumb. <laughs> oh, wow. We've officially lost it. What guys. is this, this show? This is what become? you call vamping for time. Yes. Yeah. I, there's no more news. Do you, have you guys played any video games? Do we have a video game to discuss? Dave the Diver is awesome. Go buy it. For the love of God. It? Just do it. Is no, it I'm playing it right now. You're Oh, you haven't been there yet? You see the blue in my glasses? It's the ocean. I thought, it, isn't it only like 30 hours long? You can make it as long as you want, man. Oh, okay. It's awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize it kept going after that. That's a yeah, thing. It's, it's fantastic. It's so big. It's it like there's entire mini games that they only use a single time for one event. And they're like relatively complex just because they can't. What they did is they had a dev meeting and somebody said, so should we make like a mini game for everything? And somebody else just did one of those evil, like, yes, everything. And they did. And there's like mini games all over the place and they're all great. It's like the Yakuza of pixel art sushi simulators um but yeah it's amazing and i can't recommend it enough and it's great and i'm gonna be playing it in the cozy tonight with uh with whiskey there you go mm -hmm. whiskey and smoker whiskey and smoker. smoker that's right yeah i got yeah. a smoker now yeah uh that's be good. that zeke what what's been your uh what's on your channel lately what have you been gaming on any bit any big things uh, well i i did finally uh i'm 
I had a backlog of things that I've been wanting to check out, so I'm I'm, I'm trying to rattle through those. Uh, I did get to Amnesia the Bunker. Is that hey, um, what do you think? Yeah, uh, that that one is a game that I would definitely say like get it on Game Pass <laughs> because it's it's pretty spendy for how long the game lasts. Um, you beat it? Yes, I did. And, and like and even even me even me beat it. Uh, in uh. I know, like, I beat it in eight hours, which is, you know, crazy. I never beat games uh, in in a one sitting. But, yeah, uh, I, I pushed through the end. I went I went uh, a little bit longer than I normally go, but I felt like I was close to the end. The final boss, how did I feel about it? I'm not sure what you're getting at. Okay. Like, you could mean a couple of things, because I got to, <laughs> I, I I got to it, a thing. Um... And it was a trick, tricky thing, and I tricked it, and I did a thing, and then I got a thing. Then I went, I, I, I left. I found it relatively lackluster for the, yeah. yeah. That was just me personally, but. Overall, did you think it was like a, a good amnesia yes. game? No, no, I, yeah, that's, I would agree with that. Relatively lackluster. But the game in and of itself was fine. Uh, there was a couple of annoying things. Uh, the fact that you had to go back to one specific area every time you wanted to save the game. Ugh, that was annoying. Um, the fact that like <laughs> you put uh you put like gas in a generator in a bunker. It's a World War One bunker. You put gas in a generator and you fire up the generator and the lights come on and the lights you know protect you from what's out there. And uh, it lasts for like <laughs> it lasts so little amount of time. You're just like I'll just wander around in the dark, whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, it it wasn't bad actually. Like, I uh, enjoyed the way that they kept you. Like, okay, you have to go to this area now. Oh, you you got this little piece of information, and that information says you got to go see you know Captain Chuck over here to get the key to this thing. And then Captain Chuck leaves you a note that's like, no, 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 I gave it to to Billy. Corporal Billy has it, and you're like, fucking Corporal Billy, always take it, shit. And you go find, Corporal Billy leaves you a key and a note that says, this key unlocks this place, but I left it over there. Like, God damn you. <laughs> so there, I didn't actually mind that. There was a lot of, you know, moving back and forth and, like, you know, having to go to one place, uh, from one place to the other. Was but it scary? I like the, Billy, man. It uh, can be. Yeah. Good answer. It's It can, can be, be very uh, uh, tense at times. Yeah. Um. Because uh, part of the mechanic is the lights keep you safe from the thing, and the thing, uh, you can hear the thing. Like, when it's close coming, okay. or close to you or whatever, you hear the thing, and it gets, like, you know, more and more tense when you're just like, and, and, and everything you do makes noise, and noise attracts the thing. And uh, it's, it gave me uh, a game that did this way better but this one was still pretty good, is Alien Isolation. It's similar to that feeling. Except Agreed. Alien Isolation was way more terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Huh, okay. I think that the thing, like, uh, I don't, have we talked about a, a bunker before? I think so. I may be rehashing a bit here. I don't um, know if we have. Thing, I, I think this is the first time. But the thing ahead. with this game is, like, I love Amnesia games. I really liked this game. But I definitely felt like the type of game amnesia is for me works in a much better framework when it's linear and you're constantly moving through new areas and like you never know what's around the corner. And the problem with the bunker was you're kind of always 
going around the same areas and you're constantly having to run back to this area like the whole game and that kind of when you run through the same area for like the 10th time in a horror game it gets significantly less scary it's just like the whole yeah. thing kind of like that whole feeling yeah. doesn't really keep you you're not you don't stay tense you know and for me i was actually the opposite of zeke funny enough i got a huge amount of fuel i figured out how to keep getting fuel and i got to the point where like my lights run all the time and the other thing that i didn't really like about it is the whole premise is it because is i didn't go like, to the fuel dump probably yes the the, dump is, there was is one huge. area of the game yeah. i avoided and that was it <laughs> or, yeah. or i didn't avoid it but i didn't clear it out or whatever and another thing about this game that i didn't really like is one thing about horror games that i love so much is the immersion of them is going slowly and listening to every sound effect and you know cautiously going into rooms and around areas and looking around at everything you're seeing to really experience them which you do in the other amnesia games but this game makes you feel the opposite where you fill up the generator and then you're like okay i gotta go as fast as i can i gotta go to this place gotta go to this place gotta get this is done because my generator's running low on fuel like it's it's more frantic mm. and i think that that for some people i think that that makes it scarier because they feel like they need to move quick or the monster's going to get them. But for me, it did the opposite. It, it kind of, it made it a far less immersive and much more about just do the thing, get the item, get the goal. And it didn't, it didn't really, um, it didn't really work as well for me. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I definitely prefer, I like, I had fun with this game. It was more amnesia. It was cool, but I definitely liked the other ones more. Yeah. And this yeah. is on game pass. You said that's the best. Yes. Part. What's it cost? It Not definitely. game pass. 25 uh i think let me make sure yeah 24.99 yeah. and that's mm, a bit high for uh uh yeah i saw i saw 10 vods for coast so that's that was a six hour ish experience for him yeah pretty short for sure yep Not how much long. of this uh here's a here's a and, harder oh, question here well go ahead and then i'll ask the harder question I was going to say the the kind of gotcha here is that they say it's it they said that it was short because the game is procedural where a lot of the loot and codes and numbers and stuff change around. Oh. But the problem is none of that stuff like makes me want to play it again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's still all the same areas, it's still the same monster, it's still the same story, like it's there's not like to call it procedural I think is is misleading. It is randomized. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they may actually use the term randomized. I'm not sure what term they use, but okay. I, I had no urge to play it again. I wasn't saying you were misleading. I, I I heard the same thing. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Here here's the the harder question I wanted to ask the two of you: How much of this game and kind of the franchise is just coasting on that first game success at this point? Now here's the thing: It's interesting that you say that because I will say that the devs absolutely took a risk with this they did change up the base formula they are trying to push forward yeah They're trying to add new mechanics and i mean this is arguably a, a new gameplay loop in a lot of ways so it's clearly them making an effort i will say though the last amnesia game i found like significantly more enjoying uh the one where you'd like go to crazy locations and they actually like try to put you know some like some concreteness into their story and world and stuff i found that like fascinatingly cool yeah um maybe it's just because i like the setting more but yeah i mean they, they are trying to push it forward they didn't just make another amnesia game like this is definitely a new take on amnesia so yeah. you know, credit where it's due zeke for you same answer you played i think almost all of them i i, I let me see 
Let me just make sure that I'm not telling tales out of school here, because I, you know, there's the first one. There's uh, Machine for Pigs. Amnesia, Amnesia the Bunker, too. Rebirth, Rebirth. Uh, yep, Machine for Pigs and Dark Descent, which is the first one, right? Yeah, Dark Descent's uh, the first one. See. Machines it, for Pigs was the not so great second one, and Rebirth was the very strange third. one before Bunker. Yeah, it's weird. I have uh twelve uh, around twelve hours in the in the first game. And eight hours in bunker, but I have uh, machine for pigs and rebirth. But I'm wondering if I played them on a different platform than Steam. Did you play rebirth? I'm not sure if I played either of those, machine for pigs or rebirth. Really, I might not. Rebirth have. is <laughs> I don't an experience. Know. Yeah, rebirth. Rebirth kind of goes off the rails a little bit in terms of amnesia rails, way? if there are any. I loved it personally. I thought it was fantastic. But I also okay. like weird things. Okay. So, yeah. I, too, like <laughs> weird things. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Glad we got that covered. <laughs> JP, do you like weird things? You like weird things? I'm kind of curious. No, I'm, pr- I'm, kind of a, I'm kind of vanilla. You know, I'm, I'm, I keep it normal yeah. over here. Yeah. Even a basic. Yeah. Basic bitch JP. Right. That, that's what they called me. Basic bitch right. JP. There we go. <laughs> Funny enough, his new threat. I wasn't going to say yeah. bitch. I wasn't going to say bitch, but, uh, you know. <clears throat> I think it, if you say basic, it's implied that you're also calling someone a, you know, a basic Is bitch. Is it called Amnesia it? Rebirth? Why don't I, I don't see know. Amnesia yeah. Rebirth on Steam? Yeah, Amnesia oh, Rebirth. Oh, oh, hold on. It must have, like, an, uh, an adult tag on it. Yep, it does. Oh, you can't <laughs> parental control. I, hey, I learned the hard way because I bring up my Steam on stream sometimes. You get yeah, gifted a lot way. of those. Uh, you learned the hard frickin- way. Did you get a three-day uh, vacation? <laughs> my oh, freaking yeah. mod Sayori ruined yeah, Sayori. my Steam yeah, account. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, ruined yeah. my Stream account. Yeah. Mostly positive stuff. with sixty-two hundred revo- uh, votes for okay. Amnesia Rebirth. Seventy-seven percent. That's not bad. Not too bad. Uh, I know both of you went back and played more of this because you brought it up, Zeke, and influenced uh, the hell out of us last oh, week. Mars, yeah, Mars First Logistics. You guys both spent more time in it. Is, yeah. is yep. the good keep gooding? Is that oh, what one great. could say? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm planning on playing that game when it comes out for sure. Oh, it's it's early access. It's not out out. I think it's early access, isn't it? Yes, it's just it's, it is still in early access. I got I thought it was out out for some reason. The the end of the main. Uh, there's side there's side missions and main missions. I got I did all of the main missions that were available in early access. Um and it was about uh looks like 17, 18 hours, something like that. Cool. To do all those. And it was it was what what did you think, Oh? Did you love it? I had a great time with it. I played it while drinking, which made it even more enjoyable. Um there were parts of it that were a little frustrating, especially the tran- the building part was was phenomenally fun. I love that. Uh, the transporting part can get a little finicky at times. Um, oh yes, but I did have a great time with it. I'm I'm probably going to return to it at a later date as well. And it's it's just it's a very unique joy of a game. There are a couple of things that I would I would definitely uh, like to see in the future for this game. Um, if I'm going to pick it up again, yeah. Uh, in the build scene, like in in the build screen, you press you press uh, I think V. To go into the build screen, we you gotta let me zoom out just a fucking little bit more, man. Just a little bit more, especially with that 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 oh, big yeah. guy that scoops underneath. You don't like let me zoom out a little bit more, 
on that screen because holy shit, you're way like you're right in there. So just back it up. Um, <laughs> the other thing I would like, um, and I'm this might be a uh, a um, well something to do on purpose, but when you're connecting, like if you can uh, save a piece. So like if you have like an arm that's coming off that like it has a grabber on it or whatever, you can press copy at the at the joint and then remove it and then you have that in your copy your 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 uh notepad, right? So you can put that anywhere you want. What I want is a way for you to attach the thing like how you want to attach it. And the what, what I mean by that is you have two six-sided uh squares with attachments on all six sides that's the basic building block of the of this game so picture like six-sided dice and on every side you can attach them you can't pick the way like it's attached to each other so like if you're attaching it to this you can attach it on you know all the sides and stuff but you you can rotate it one way but you can't it's 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 not customizable enough as far as how you attach things together i know exactly what you're talking about and i agree yes yep it's hard to explain because like until you're until you're faced with trying to attach something like why can't i just turn this 90 degrees and attach it like that and you can't it's frustrating yeah but you learn to live with it you know you learn you learn to get by uh with that kind of limitation in it oh and this is this is the (laughs) you're seeing the, the the last I think this was the last main mission. Um, Close to it on the VOD, yeah. Butterfly. You got to catch a butterfly on Mars. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, do I'm, you? Making, I'm making a butterfly catcher grabber cage thing in my mob. Great. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic game. Like, if you like, oh, you know, you build bad. a rover and try to transport weird shit. And that's kind of like the, the thing that's on the box. It's like, the idea is this shit is awkward to transport from one place to the other. So you got to build something that makes it less awkward. Hopefully the hardest thing for me, did you get to the tanker? Co? I don't think so. The big, I did like the big, eight or uh, nine f- the fuel tank. A lot. Okay. I don't think okay. so. Yeah. The fuel tank was by far the hardest for me to get <laughs> from one place to the other. It's just big oblong, heavy. And the, the, they give you what you, what like the most optimal thing a lot of times in the game to transport the thing you just got done hauling, they give it to you as a reward. It's just a kick in the balls. It's like, I just took this tank awkwardly from this place with like a claw and like something holding it down. And then they're like, here's the tanker build. You're like, you sons of bitches. Pretty much. Sounds like what you want out of this type of game. At least I do. Yeah. My, my, I haven't played it yet. I'm, I'm saving it for, uh, puzzler day i said this last week but my biggest issue so far having not played it is i think the name fucking sucks <laughs> just like Mars first logistics i really just think it's a bad <laughs> it's not catchy like it just that's fair yep that's fair yeah it, i'm not a fan of the name but i am i am excited to play it i think it's going to be a fun fun time um you must you must probably not like kerbal space program then in terms of the name Oh, okay. I think that uh, I don't dislike it. I think that, like, because most people just say Kerbal. 
right? Like Kerbal. You is, can't really call it just Mars. You can't Dave. just call it Mars. You can't call it MFL. And MFL is a little strange. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fair. It's, that's it's fair. like three not distinct enough. And and now the question is like, well, what would you name it? I don't fucking know. Not this. <laughs> that's Mars Connects. Yeah. Maybe maybe go buy the Connects IP. Throw that on here. Yeah. Get, yeah. <laughs> It, actually, I, I don't even. Who even owns Connects? Co, you buy Connects for your kids. Who owns Connects? Is that Lego owned? Is it Lego? I want to say it's Lego. Lego probably, probably owns wrong, all that. You might own it. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot of Lego. Cool. Mars uh, Stranding. Yeah, that 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 works. <laughs> Mars Stranding. Dude, there was a lot of times when I felt like laughs in Kojima be with you, because that oh some of the terrain and the suit you have to go over like. If you want the shortest path, it's going to be terrible. If you want the safest path, it's going to be long. So make your choice. If you make the, you know, the the shortest point or the, you know, the straight line, you're going to go over some debris and like, oh god, it's so frustrating and it reminded me of how bad the how bad I hated the driving in in uh <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> how unfun they made a, a a seemingly fun vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chad saying basic fun exclamation point owns connects. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Oh, yeah. So you can't call them connects then. I guess not. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you get the, you know, you reach out to them, do a little licensing. <laughs> uh, I saw you played a little bit more only up Zeke. How's, how's that thing is, is only up it's terrible. Is it Pat? Is that fad over on Twitch? Or is it still I don't think so yet. It's still going. Okay. I think it's it's on the decline. It's on the it's on the downward trajectory. But there's still there's still quite a few people playing it. I'm sure. Great. Like every time I go in the directory, it actually the uh, category actually shows you now how many people are are playing the game. Yeah. Looks like twenty one thousand viewers right now. So oh, like it's not it. nothing. Still doing it. Yeah. 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 Um. Co, are no, you ever gonna I, play this? By the way, I my viewers might force me to play this, but no play right now. Yeah. Go ahead, Zeke. It's terrible. It's a terribly made <laughs> game, but it's 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 uh, it's just made just well enough that you like you feel like you can progress. Like I like I I feel like every time I fall down, I can get I can get back to at least the place I was before within yeah. an uh, um a reasonable amount of time. But once like. Once I fall, like a like to a certain point, I alt F four and put it away because I am not in the mood to go back and do this fucking thing again, or the pipes, or you know certain areas. Like I don't want to suffer through it. (laughs) I'm uh, chat was was still not as bad as getting over it though. Getting over it is the worst fucking game of all time. I would say it could be, back. you know, I think it could be like game of the year material, really. Um, I think it might be for some people, some weird people. You do like weird things, JP. <laughs> <laughs> I like things. Uh, what's it called when you um, you enjoy things? Uh, contrarian. That's what I am yeah. sometimes. Yeah. At least in that day yeah, sure. I think it was contrarian. Uh, this game got removed from Steam. Uh, due to for a little s- bit, yeah. For sto- oh, it's back? Okay. It got removed for yeah. uh, stolen assets. Um, yeah, AI crackdown. I heard. Oh, uh, this this comment is saying yesterday the game was updated. Swap out the section with the giant girl. 
Uh, it was removed and replaced with a statue of Atlas holding the earth. The word at the time is that the giant girl was a stolen asset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that game's just an asset dump to create a long thing to climb. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's a little. Yeah. It's yeah. also uh, the kid used to have an NFT on his on his shirt and stuff. Wait, really? Like, like an actual yeah. NFT or just yeah. like a, a meme? Oh, no. Out? Like, I don't know. I don't I didn't okay. look into it. Any deeper. I heard NFT and I was I just rolled my eyes and moved on. Weird. Okay. Well, that's that. Uh, that's that's only up. How far have you gotten, by the way? What's your? I don't know. How to, uh, I don't know why. No, I, people, I'm people you this who know it's not going to mean anything to me. But how far have you gotten? Yeah, people who know. Uh, I got uh, past the mall, past the cop cars. Um, do you know? Like, you guys know when I fell? Like, what I fall on? No, I, it doesn't seem that hard. No, no, it doesn't seem that hard, Gold Snake. That's the that's the that's the beauty of this. It doesn't seem that hard until you're playing it because it's hard to explain controls when you're not like controlling it. Yeah. It is, it's unpredictable at times. It's floaty. It's not precise. It's uh like jumps you make ten times in a row, you'll miss it the eleventh time and not fucking have an explanation as to why. Um. Some of the, uh, the oh, collision and physics are bad because you're bad. <laughs> no, I know the game will no, tell no, you I, as such. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That is that is quite possible as well. But it had mixed reviews on Steam for a very long time for the exact reason that I'm telling you, because the controls are jank as fuck. But it's it like I said, it's overcomable enough to keep you playing. Huh, comable. <laughs> anyway. Right, I forget I'm not on my. Chair. I have to say it's kind of it's kind of funny these days where games like this are like poorly designed. They're clunky. They don't feel good, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's exactly how it's supposed to be because it's supposed to be hard." Yeah, it's like it's, it's, yeah. it's supposed it's supposed to be terrible, and that's why it's amazing. It's it's the Evolve devs and other games are like, "Why did they say that about my game? That's clunky <laughs> and weird and bad." Well, here's the thing: like, uh, it it's supposed gets to be compared, hard. Like, there are there are right there are correct comparisons like. Or, or justifiable comparisons to make between stuff like this and uh, like Alt F4, like uh, 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 getting over it. Uh, I liked Jump King. And the difference between some of those for me, like I loved Jump King because Jump King, every time I fell down, my fault. Mm. The player's fault. When I fall down here, I would say at least 40% of the time, it's the game's fault for game's being fault. jank as shit. That's what they want you yeah. to think. Zeke. At least that's what I feel like it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are all. I mean, it's it's the YouTube bait, it's the streamer bait, it's all the same. That's all one category now. You know, they're all types yeah. of RPGs. Zeke, really, when you get down to it, it's all under the same umbrella, right? Exactly. This is an RPG. <laughs> it it counts. It counts. You're jumping yeah. into the shoes of a small boy who has a fucking depressing life, apparently, because <laughs> holy shit, some of the fucking like voice lines from this are just brutal. Like right here. It was, it, it's like my dad worked at a factory and he beat my mom, but he's dead now. So that's fine. And like, I'm paraphrasing, but it's pretty, pretty close to being that fucking cold and brutal. Jeez. And you're just like, cut fucking comes out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> like that's... I'm playing this like beautiful day. I'm playing this game. It's sun is shining. That's intense. Yeah. 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 Uh... It's, it's real weird. Like if I'm not like, if you, if you don't believe me, go like, check it out, check out somebody's stream and 
you'll you'll if you hear the dialogue you'll go what the fuck that is way too cold (laughs) for this type of game uh cool that's only up i'm sure we'll i i will be forced to play it like i said uh on community week later this month uh will that be the puzzler taking that on or the or that is not a puzzler i don't think that'll be a puzzler game yeah i think that'll just be community voted if they deem it as such uh the puzzler day is going to be uh witness uh Ooh. uh what's it called uh, viewfinder um curie oh, yeah. mastered when does that oh, viewfinder uh, comes out like the 17th that's isn't it the 18th yeah 17th or 18th um talos principle uh 18th hell yeah there's one right. more there i think and then whatever else the the chat uh wants to to throw in there but yeah I'm kind of excited for Witness, but uh, I wasn't aware of Jonathan Blow's uh, social media, uh, so maybe I'm less oh, excited. What? For, do I want, oh, do yeah, I that's a se- that's that's like how can how 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 much do you want to separate the art from artist? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Go, you can do your own research on that. Oh, uh, <laughs> he just does some some silly things. Uh, I did play a game while I was on the plane and uh, on the lake. I played a bunch of that Halls of Torment. That game's pretty good. Having oh, yeah. only played awesome. um, uh, Brotato and Vampire Survivors is like my auto battlers or, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, oh, yeah. Halls of Torment's pretty good. I'm, I'm kind of into it. I will most likely put some more hours into that. Um, harder than the others, I feel. I'm, I might also just be bad, uh, but it, I think it might be harder. And the others, I it's cool. I'm having a harder time like unlocking uh, certain classes, but I think that's the type of thing where you just got to do a bunch of runs and get enough gold to where you can get your base stats up high enough. So I'm uh, interpreting it. So yeah, that's on that's on Steam. And it's when did I pay for it? It's not that pricey. Four bucks. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah for four bucks, it's totally fun. <clears throat> uh, it looks <laughs> it looks a little weird on the Steam Deck, to be honest. Uh, but because it looks and runs like that, I was able to, uh, go a full charge on my steam deck from, uh, Wednesday to last night without it needing to, needing to be charged at all, which is kind of fascinating. If you're a a steam deck owner, that's a lot of time. So that's all I got then in final fantasy, which I'll finish up this week. I'm so curious now with the ending. I've heard so many different uh, for and against on how that game wraps up that now I'm so interested to know what the fuck happens. So most likely start that tomorrow and finish it up maybe Thursday. Not that many games this week. Oxenfree 2, either of you going to check that out? I never finished Oxenfree 1, and I, I, like, I don't know why, but it's supposedly like an excellent game. Yeah, I heard so I many really good things about play it. That's that before Oxen Free One. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, there's also Exo Primal, which is the Capcom Dino hunting I might game. Check that one out. It's on the yeah. 14th. Yeah, I might check that out. Jagged Alliance Three, which is the I don't want to say XCOM ish, but it paints a very quick picture and turn based combat. One. Yeah, it's uh, Jagged Alliance is a is a very old established franchise. Yeah, that's out uh, the 14th as well. I'm planning on checking that one out uh and i think that's it there's another gravity circuit which i don't know what that is uh the black desert update or dlc expansion land of the morning light uh, is coming out and another game called Coreborn, Na- nations of ultra core but that's on the 18th same day as viewfinder cool uh 
July's pretty uh, backloaded in terms of uh, big release, big releases. Remnant two on the twenty fifth, Expanse Telltale series on the twenty seventh, Dead Link, Ratchet and Clank comes out on PC. I, that game's probably going to be pretty good looking. I actually might grab that just to see what it looks like because that game was drop dead gorgeous on the PS five. So I might was that, that that was only PS five, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. That, did you ever play that, Zeke? If not, you should grab it yeah. just to play it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Very the, good the newest one, right? The PS5 version or PS5 one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that was on my, my my top 10, I think, that year. Yeah. Cool, cool. Let's uh, let's wrap. Let's call it a show. Uh, Zeke, start us off. What do you got going okay. on? Okay. Oh, I forgot to talk about Sly Cooper. Oh, Sly Cooper's great. It's a great game. I loved it. <laughs> That's it. Um, anyways, hi everybody. My name is Ezekiel the third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I I I on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, and Ezekiel the third, all spelled out on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, uh, Hive, Mastodon, uh, Mas- uh OnlyFans, uh, Mastib. No, that's Masturbate. That's a t- no, that's not my that's screen name. Anyways, I'm I'm pretty much Ezekiel that or the Hold third, up. all spelled out mm. like on most shit. Anyways, great. I'm rambling. Thank you for watching. Uh, I broadcast usually every day at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, I think on Tuesday I am. Oh, fuck. I still haven't decided yet. I don't know what I'm playing on Tuesday. No idea. I'm going to start a new game, but I don't know what it is yet. So if you want to find out, follow my Twitter. If you don't, I guess that's cool, too. Thanks for watching. (laughs) Go. What do you got going on? Hi. As always, big thanks to JP and Zeke. It was a lot of fun this week. Uh, My name is Ko. Hello, I'm playing Remnant 1 right now during the day. We're going to be doing a big playthrough of that to get all caught up with the lore and everything for Remnant 2 later this month. We're going to be playing Jagged Alliance. We're going to be checking out Exoprimal. I'm currently going to be playing uh, Dave the Diver this evening with a little bit of whiskey. going to be hanging out and doing that, so it should be fun. Hopefully you will stop by and say hello, and if you don't, I will see you next week for more Drop Frame. Cool, cool. Uh, next week, in terms of upcoming guests, we are going to try to get uh, Sven on uh, from Larian. That's just got to be figured out. Next week probably makes the most sense for all How parties cool involved. cool of him but, to have time to do that, like the month before his major game releases? The month of. What really? a boss. Yeah. You said that, and I was just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's insane, dude. Uh, I, we also, uh, I've been talking with Force Strategy, who's a big YouTuber. Um, we'll have him on at some point. Uh, and then, uh, Tom from Twitch, who is the, see the head. I think he was the guy guy? on stage when we were looking at the stories. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. We'll have him on, uh, to pick his brain on, uh, on Twitch and, and products at Twitch on all that stuff. No dates on any of that just yet. Uh, that was the best I could do is get it confirmed and then put my phone away while I was on vacation. <laughs> so I'll get, I'll get those dates. Good uh, for you. Yeah. I'll get those yeah, dates locked in. Say, that's, that's awesome. I'll get the dates locked in, uh, sometime this week. So that's it. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time on drop frames. Bottle be up youtube.com slash me JP. Go drop a sub over there. Have a good one. We're out of here. Bye-bye.